Welcome everyone, I'm your host P.S. Delores. You are watching or listening to Calling the Audible. Joining me this week is Iggy Magnets. Hey. And perched atop his nest, or within his nest. I guess it's within your nest. Perched within his nest, Eagle of Master Control. How's it going, Iggy? <laughs> I want to say Eagle. Eagle, Iggy, Iggy. <laughs> Cut that part, cut that part. How's it going, Nikki? <laughs> you messed up your intro. You didn't say perhaps watching or oh. perhaps listening to oh, Calling the Audible. Something's off. It's a long week. It's a long week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm good, though. Thank you, Eagle. Awesome. We're going to have our pre-show meeting in a minute, uh, but let's do some announcements first. Um, fall season has, well, the regular season has come to a close. Welcome everyone to the playoffs because yep. for once we're everyone. not saying goodbye to teams prior to the playoffs. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, we'll be going through the uh, playoff formats for each division as we go through the show. Um, and we're going to have a couple of wrinkles tossed in as to how we're going to do that today. Uh, it's complicated because, believe it or not, I have an article coming out. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's been a little bit, yeah. Um, okay. Right. And... Uh, you're going to have one coming out as well. I am. Uh, so we're going to do some things to make sure that we're not repeating ourselves today. Um, and then furthermore, we're going to add to the complexity by making this show, while insightful, completely ridiculous because that's what we do. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's our lane. That's I can lane. confirm that. Yeah. Be ridiculous and insightful. Um, there are award winners for fall. Yep, there are. But we don't have them. No, uh, they will uh, will announce it on next week's show. Yeah. Uh, they will be ready uh, next week's show. There will be an Instagram post for it. There will be a official article. So uh, we'll have both avenues, the formal and informal. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, who gets the awards. And I'm looking forward to seeing who sends the hate mail. Yeah. Uh, because every year people feel they're snubbed. Um, know that it's really hard to... To choose award winners, by the way, yeah, because <laughs> the, the races are always really close. Uh, we would have had it out today, but we didn't want to take the shine away from Wednesday's Country Music Awards. Uh, salute to Brothers Osborne, best vocal duo. So, there's that. Sure, it's not Wednesday, and it's, it's too close, though. Respect, sure. respect the Country Music Awards. All right, all right, be real. Um, so there's also going to be an All Star game played. Yes, and uh, along with the combine. Yes, so two fields uh, will be uh, those mini games uh, of the uh, all-star teams playing against each other. That'll actually be take place on December third, yeah, uh, nine to eleven o'clock uh, in Laval. Will there yeah. be cornhole? Don't say that word three times in a row, please. Uh, no, that is not one of the uh, the combine events. No, well, there's no cornhole combine. No, uh, and of course, this year's combine brought to you by our overlords at Athlon. Athlon, where we own your souls and your data. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to seeing everyone at the uh, at the uh, All Star Game. It's going to be awesome. Um, it's a good time. I've yeah. I've been to a couple. I haven't played in one. I've no. been to a couple. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious to see how it goes. It's th- they're really fun. Yeah. I played on. I played now two, uh, both back to back. Um, the first one, it's just a, g- a great chance to play with higher division players, uh, where you're like in the huddle and you're like, really, this is a play call you call <laughs> like four verticals, <laughs> really? That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. So Fred Zupi was quarterback. No, <laughs> Tam Villia death. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like. Okay. And Tom right. ran, or was that, was that the call so he yeah. could run? Yeah, makes sense. I run it now. 
in yeah. some place. I mean, no one drops four deep. Yeah. So <laughs> someone's going to be open. As long as your receivers turn like a 10, 12 yards, start looking for the ball. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's key. So, um, yeah, it's just fun playing with uh, higher division talents, uh, even lower division talents. And it's a good recruiting spot for like new yeah. seasons, especially because it comes at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. The two times I went to the All-Star game, I, not as, like, I just went to go. Yeah, to and view. And I got asked to play just because they're missing dudes and because uh, the formats used to vary. Both times I was injured, so I wasn't even able to get on the field. But it was still, it was just cool to talk to guys and like yeah. hang out and talk football, grab a beer with some guys after. It's exactly. fun. Exactly, yep. it's a fun time. Um, so those will be announced soon as well. Um, the Hall of Fame uh, nominee voting will commence soon. Yeah. Um, we used to do it Super Bowl week, but we decided we have a long break <coughs> between fall and uh, winter seasons. That's a time where people get hyped about winter yeah. season anyway because winter's our biggest season um it's really exciting and so sort of to capitalize on some of that uh excitement what we're doing also because this winter season was still very tbd um we started late we had to rush it a little bit the super bowl break technically didn't exist i think because yeah, i think we're, we're moving it permanently to we're moving the hall of fame announcements permanently to end of exactly fall. yeah so we're using the opportunity now to be yeah. like you know what let's restructure by the end of the year and everything do the announcements before we start the next year we're also, also slightly tackle seasons are ended too so it yeah. gets all eyes on our hall of famers which we want to draw attention to to celebrate um their greatness as well and we're also sl yeah. slightly changing yeah. the eligibility That's for the hall of fame yeah. Yeah. so in the past it required you to have 10 seasons under your belt in order for you to be qualified as a potential nominee. Now, that doesn't mean like if you play you know, 10 seasons or whatever it is, you automatically end up on a list because that's a lot of people. But obviously, we would look at that as kind of like our starting point and then shortlist people. And then there was rules in terms of how long you could stay on it, how many votes you needed to get, et cetera, et cetera. So we're keeping the same concept in that when we first announced the Hall of Fame, this was based off of a two seasons per year model. And so we're trying to keep it something similar. So we're actually going up to 20 seasons that was 20? now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that also includes <laughs> three times as many yeah. uh, seasons. Like, well, we it also didn't used to be fall. Yeah, that, it used that, to be fall. That's what Eagle's yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Can we so, also get fall stats and winter and, and spring stats to like collate on the website? I don't know why it's separate. Uh, because they're considered tournament mode when we first announced it. But well, who cares? Let, okay, let's not talk about website stuff. There's a lot of <laughs> other stuff that's more important on there. But anyway, right. so yeah, there'll be a few little changes in terms of eligibility. Now, voting right now, we're not uh, going to be changing. So we're still going to have a staff and Hall of Fame member vote. But then we're still introducing the community vote. So you, as a FPF player, will be able to cast your vote towards who you think should be in our Hall of Fame. And those will all be weighed accordingly. Um, every year I get asked this question, how much does uh, the community vote weigh? And my answer is always the same. It's enough that it makes a difference. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't single-handedly decide it, but it definitely has a significant enough weight to change the results. Yeah. So cast your vote accordingly. Yeah. And it's exciting. Uh, we want... Um, we want the community to get involved in this because this is your league, right? So that's that's the idea. Um, so let's get into the content for the show. But before we start, yep, um, I'm excited for this. We're gonna we're gonna split up hosting duties. We're gonna split what duties? 
Dude, I'm tired. Split up hosting duties. Oh, hosting, yes. Yeah, okay. I know, I know, I know, uh, man. I heard, I know, Iggy. I heard posting or we're split up posting duties as well. Um, Fucking so, skinny post. <laughs> so when we get to uh, the the tiers you largely write about, tier four and, and three, tier tier three, yeah. Um, you'll host and you'll get sure. my input on the games. Yes, because cool. otherwise you're just reiterating an article. Yeah, because when I do the show with Mo. I'm just repeating the things I've written in my article yeah. already, right? I, or or yeah. we'll write. Cool. Um, sometimes I change it all because like, I'm thinking about it like, the <laughs> day after. I'm like, you know what? Actually, I think yeah. this will happen instead. But for, for the most part, this will do. Um, doesn't mean you can't comment on stuff you, you that you find egregious or you think or you agree with or yeah. whatever. You have um, terrible takes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, by the way. It's never happened if I have a terrible take. I am <laughs> always right except for the times that I'm terribly wrong. Um, the other thing was... Um, you'll you'll host tier one and two, right? So you will host. I'll host tier one and two, yeah. and and you'll you'll Comment provide the analysis, on. and we'll sort of split duties on co-ed and women. Cool. Um, which is where we begin. There, yeah, and we both play in co-ed anyway, so we both have a lot <coughs> of familiarity there, and we've both been following the women's division, um, which is, I thought the women's division was kind of going to be, in trouble, um, this year, because of uh, the lack of teams. Mm-hmm. But it's been kind of interesting just because you have sort of three new teams come in. Uh, Brut are obviously the powerhouse. Uh. And sort of in between there, you have, you have um, what they call it? I forget their name at the moment. The the team that you loved and praised? Not Vortex. Last not Vortex. Oh, oh, the the, the, um, the Vanier team. Red Nation? What? Red Nation. Red Nation, thank you. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I was kept thinking Cheetahs, VC Cubs. Like, no, there's <laughs> oh, like right, there's right. 18 versions of Vanier yeah, teams. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but we will... You know, we'll talk about it because it's again, it's been a lot more engaging than I thought it would be. Um, the The other thing is, I want to limit the amount of time that we're talking about each game. So yeah. we have twenty eight games. Uh huh. Eagle, how long should we go? I don't know, a couple <laughs> hours, maybe. Really? So like maybe two minutes and a half is that? Yeah, I'm thinking like two and a half minutes a game is probably enough just Fair. to try and keep that's it. That's what Eagle put on a timer anyway. So it's not that's that's what I saw on the timer. So look at two and a half minutes a game, 28 games. We're looking at a little bit over an hour, 12 to 70 minutes. Plus we got a segue. Plus we got the other stuff. So yeah, let's say let's say two and a half to three minutes type of thing. I'm trying to keep it in that range. Yeah, I d- there was a thing I wanted to introduce <laughs> called Iggy's roller coaster emotions, because if you're uh, texting with Iggy usually late at night. When he has like takes, bursts. sometimes they come in, they, they absolutely come in bursts. Sometimes they're conflicting and they happen all at once, and it, it's the it's the wildest thing in the world. When it's you open ride. the message, you're just like, well, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah. <laughs> like, so if you have a roller coaster sound, Eagle, feel free to play it if Iggy does go off the rails. Okay. Hopefully not the roller coaster rails. That's the. I know. Pun. I was punishing you. No. Um. There we go. See, it worked. Um, and then we'll make our picks at the end. Yeah, and we'll also find out, of course, who's throwing for QB roulette. That those are the that's the standard for the yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. is isn't there a special way of the two minute counter? Yeah, and we'll introduce it as we go. Oh, uh, it's very serious. It's very like part of the inter- interruption. Yeah, uh, we you know <laughs> the topic comes up, and we in our case we have two and a half minutes to discuss. We've got to make sure we get it in that time, <laughs> or else we're going to hear um, a buzzer. That will no, shock I, us. You know what? We could have we, we could have done. Uh, which one is it? It's one of them where they give dings. They like give they give points to the people that talk. Oh, round the horn. Sure, yeah, you do. Yeah, Randomly yeah. assigned points. Also, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. 
They, they, it doesn't have the points don't have to correspond to anything, but you'll have to defend them at the end of the show. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. More chaos. Genius. I love it. Uh, so let's get started. We're starting with the Coed Cup. Yeah. Uh, we got a bye week because I threw a horribly ill-timed interception. It's becoming a habit. I got to stop doing that. I got to stop specifically pissing away games at the end. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to get into this too much, but yeah. dude. You tell me these things all the time oh, when I, I was like starting the quarterback, like like do this, don't do this, yeah. read the the deep stuff first. I do some of those things, and then I'm like, like I'm like you you do tell me these things, and then you do them. Yeah, yeah. Well, the big one is don't throw an interception when you turn to Alexi and say, "Don't worry, I'm gonna milk the hell out of this clock." <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're on a bye week, uh, so we'll uh, focus on the other teams yeah. here. This, by the way, is the knockout round bracket. Yeah. Oh yeah, this Eagle. is now available on the playoff. So um, explain. Exp- so like, kiss my end zone in the lower bracket gets uh, a buy. I find correct. it strange. I find it strange that the number one overall seed didn't get a buy. No, it's because of the way the double elimination works. Yeah, I get that. But why wouldn't the first overall team have the benefit of also not playing the first week? Because then the way the b- the breakdowns work doesn't work the same way. You just include one more. Okay, it doesn't matter. No, no. the game has to move up. It, anyway, it's. You said you understand why, but then you said th- you gave the very reason just, why just, it wouldn't you just work. Change your distribution of teams. No, no, yes. no. Because you still it's need the you still need games. four games at the bottom bracket here. So one of them is predetermined and kiss by end zone wins against nobody. That's why. Okay. If That's not, fine. you have to put team eight versus in the the bottom one in order to give the bye to number one. Either way, it's fine. It just I found it weird that the number one seed doesn't get a bye. Yeah, but if number one gets a bye, you're basically making that winner number one, which means you have to shift the team down, like I said. So yeah. technically, no, it doesn't work that way. Then only okay. seven teams get the top, get uh, double elimination. You, so you, you see the breakdown of this? Eagle yeah. sees it all, like, wh- who wins, and mo- he sees it moving in his head, and he's telling you it doesn't work. Ah, yes. Totally. Yeah, there you go. Um, so then Pitchy Fuck would end up in the lower bracket. That is if they were to lose, happens. for example. Yes. Yeah. All right, so... Um, that's what's happening is the losers from the top bracket uh, will go down and fall into the lower bracket. I just realized when I, when the graphic came out how much longer a path the lower bracket has to success. Although, I kind of want to see a Cinderella run. Hmm. Not just because yeah. we're in the lower bracket. It just seems like it would be a lot of fun yeah. to see someone really go on that roller coaster to the finals. Right, you know? right, There's right. also some really fun schedules coming up for some teams as well. As an example, you'll look, you'll see underneath it you have the schedule for each of the games, right? So the first round mm-hmm. is all November 13th, uh, depending between 6 and 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then for round two, it's November 20th for the lower bracket. Then look at November 27th. You yeah. start off with the winners and the losers of games eight and nine, they play. The winners advance, and then they play the next day. The losers play immediately following that, and then the winners of those games play immediately following that. Oh, wow. That's psychotic. I love it. Damn. We talked about doing, like, play-in games before, and the play-in games would happen right before the playoffs. Like, like, literally, like, six o'clock play-in, seven o'clock playoffs begin. Um, so that kind of has that feeling, and I'm 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 all about it. I think it's really cool. And yeah. then same thing for games 19 and 20. Whoever wins the the 19 game plays uh, immediately following that oh, wow. against whoever was a loser of game 14 from a couple days ago. So yeah, and because the amount of teams in court, it actually makes it really fun yeah. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Get your ice bath ready, boys. This is gonna be a big one. Yeah, yeah. My arm is gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with uh, easy fun versus Yin and Yang. So, and th- clock starts now. 
There we go. We got some ducks <laughs> up in the corner. I love it. Remember to get all of your duck facts at ducks.org. Uh, Eagle, uh, the Iggy. This game, <laughs> it's gonna happen all night. Yeah. This game to me will come down to uh, Easy Fun's uh, ability to put up a lot of points. Uh, Yin and Yang. Um, they're not a particularly prolific offense against a better team than Coed. It's going to be more that. It's going to be Yin and Yang's yeah. ability and need to put up the points as much as Easy Fun uh, does. That's going to be uh, the and and wh- I guess whoever can get the first to two or three stops is also a different way of of looking at it. Uh, that team, whoever gets two or three stops first, uh, is potential your potential winner here. Ducks are stressing me the hell out, but it's okay. Uh, Easy Fun won the first match of 2021. Uh, it was week one, though, so not a lot of takeaways there. Um, JC Ferland threw in that game. Um, it's been Nico Blais since. It's been Nico Blais since, so it's not the same team. Yeah. Uh, so Easy Fun, do expect them to score more points uh, than they did that time around. Um, and, of course, we have... Uh, Resha Valier and her impact on both sides of the ball, but definitely defensively, uh, if she can force uh, something in the flats, yep. that that might change the game. And Gino DeFazio is a guy; he will take advantage of as many opportunities. He's gonna he's gonna not convert one drive, but the rest he he likely will convert. Yeah, especially if if Rachel Valier can uh, give him a positive field yeah. position on the plus that, side, that'll turn the game. That'll yeah, turn the game. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we have 50 more seconds, so. <laughs> oh, we uh, we have to. Uh, we so have. so we we keep talking about her impact on defense, but offensively she's been great this season. Yeah, and and it's not just this season. Even even last season, fair, she fair. like just, her playoff just, run. Her her defense so her name to beyond claim. her offensive. Sure, but you know, yes, but no. At the same time, like yes, she had eight you know pick sixes last year in the winter and in the spring season. But she and on her playoff run, she had like three hundred, four hundred yards in like two or yeah. three games, like and like four or five, six touchdowns type of performance. So it's, it's just been cool. Like for Yin Yang, she hasn't been targeted that much, but she has made like important plays, right? Like and and it's the key plays that I find to be impressive, and I think she's earned that trust with Gino DeFazio heading into the playoffs. Yep. Who won this one? All right, Lottie. <laughs> she she phoned in her uh, her uh, her show, and she just she delivered her content directly to Eagle. Thank you. Eagle. I realize I spelled misspelled her name though. It's with a Y. So uh, not a win. So it's a no. It still counts as the win. No, oh, so the no, points are going to the people on. Oh, uh, that, uh, that was the points for the around the horn bit. That there were two. Okay, different so fine. Things. Yeah, give us points for our analysis based on the ducks. Great. Yeah, I love the ducks. The, whoever wins the duck way race. Whoever gets wins a point. the ducks yeah, wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, uh, no, ducks. that's that's. So what Laurie did there is checking in under a different person and uh, forfeited the win. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Villains against Fit Squad. That's a game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, that is apt analysis. Villains versus Fit Squad. Wow, that you know what that one's going to be a lot of speed on the field, um, a lot of high pace uh, and incredible athleticism on display. Uh, I think the key to this one is can the villains stop uh, William Brouard and Laurence uh, and his favorite targets in uh, Laurence Pombriand mm-hmm. and Vincent Batrache. Uh, I think those two pose a nightmare, a nightmare matchup for the villain defenders. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, for on the opposite side, for the villains, uh, w- will they bring in uh, quarterback Marc-Andre Reeves, who just squeaked in with four uh, games played? So will he be uh, their quarterback? Because when you can get the, Jer- the Thompson brothers on receiver and get the ball in their hands and in space, uh, those two are a very da- dangerous combination. It does change their alignment, however, because have, having them both on the field plus a male quarterback, um, it just changes where the women are positioned on the field. So it kind of changes their offense a little bit. That said, it's been great with him at quarterback. Uh, but like Jeremy Thompson O'Reilly completing 65% of his passes, I don't think anyone, any of us saw that going through the season, throwing no interceptions all season long. Yep. Um, he's been, he was fantastic. Um, defensively, obviously, like, You know, you look at the interceptions by Ricardo Antonio Gutierrez Orsini and Jeremy Tantaman O'Reilly, but Mason Kaun has been fantastic. She's a really good defender. She can be used in a variety of different ways um, and really good hands. And and she's been used at at pass rush at times. She's been used uh, on defense. And I think, to me, she's she's one of the cornerstones of this defense. Yeah, so offensively on, on her end, uh, nine uh, receptions on 20 targets, so 50% completion right there on, on her targets. Not great. I prefer uh, for them to use Maddie Kirsten Gotzi. Uh, in just five games, put up 119 yards, five TDs, uh, so a touchdown a game uh, average. Uh, look for her, uh, if the villains want to come away victorious in here, to get to average, get that average one, if not two touchdowns uh, in this game. Uh, and then of course, you know they uh, his uh, one of his favorite uh, targets in Ricardo Antonio Gutierrez Orsini. Man, even that's long for me. Uh, if he can get, you it's know, a, it's a, I think it's like half Latin, half Italian. Yeah. Who won? Lori. What, what a cheater! Jesus, Lori. Cheater Broids. Has to be Broids. Uh, one last point, real quick. Uh, I discovered Alexandra Falcon Corp of Fit Squad by calling the finals, and it was like a mix up with jerseys and names. But mm-hmm. uh, I was really impressed once I figured out who she was. Yes. Uh, really impressed with uh, with her play. So she's a really good. Like, if you take away everything else, she can still beat you. That's true. Fit Squad are just a really deep team. Yeah. The What's next? next? Game, I keep, I keep waiting for Mo. Fast. Yeah. yeah here. Neil, uh, do you want to give us the games? No, because I have to run the timer okay, on. Okay, never mind. I'll do it. Fast, not furious. The pizzy fuck. I said the begin. I said the beginning of the season. Uh, the fu- uh, not the pizzy fuck. Sorry, uh, the fast, not furious yes. were the best roster. You did say in that. coed, and they just based on result alone proved to be the case. Uh, just really good quarterback play. Um, they had a dude slinging it this week that wasn't. Um, they're, they're usually Miles Gibb. Well, that wasn't Miles Gibb. Wasn't Miles Gibb. Was, was, uh, was Stephen Casey. Yeah. Oh, and um, he played. He played. He has played in the past with like a sixty-nine quarterback. But he played rating. university football as, as well. Yes, he's uh, one of the, He's one of Miles Gibbons' uh, associates. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can tell, I can tell. <laughs> so he, it looked like it out there. Yeah, you could tell just by how hard he threw every pass. Uh, really good athlete too. So um, that's look. They're, they're they're a stacked team with and without their quarterback. It doesn't just end there. Mm-hmm. Um, they did play. Uh, these two teams did face off in week two, 46 to forty-five. For Fast Not Furious, of course, uh, as they went undefeated on the season. Um, do you think this is a bad matchup for them? Uh, do they have someone? Uh, and if it is um, oh, the rusher, I'm um, sorry. For uh, Russia, for fast enough, uh, Mani Lukote. Yeah, uh, can is she the answer to stop Dom Lafal as a rushing attack? Look, that's a tall task for any rusher. Uh, in in uh, in picking t- on his height. 
That that is a great analysis. Yes, thank you. Uh, I didn't realize I did that. Um, I think it's it might be a bad matchup for them. Look, that's so you rush Kwesi Gunmal instead. That might be uh, something you, you want to do. Play coverage as well. She can play yeah. receiver as well. She's a really good player. So that that's something I would strongly consider if I was the Fast and Furious defense because they were one point away. They were extra points away from losing this game. Yeah, I feel like this uh, this playoff matchup could come down to extra I, points. I don't see. I don't see. Uh, now, having played an entire season, I think Fast Not Furious's defense got better throughout the season. True. Whereas the Pitsy Fuck don't have any solutions for on defense. Like for this is for defense. the Fast Not Furious attack, yeah. their, their defense was not good Aesthetic. all season long, right? Yeah. So why would they cr- have corrected things now? Right? What what changed between the last game um, and and now in the season? Right? Like they've they've kind of won games, but it's been because of their offense. Like I I know. Against melting pots and against sneaky snakes, they yeah, they, lower they, they you know didn't give up many points. That's but fine. if you look at all of their their games against the more competitive teams, whether it be bench warmers, whether it be fit squad, they struggle. I won. Why am I purple now? Because I keep shuffling them. Oh, is it just a purple that wins each time? Yeah, it might be a purple thing. Um, all right. Uh, we're g- oh yeah, we're not gonna. I'm excited for this next game. It is a game between free smoke and bench warmers. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, where do we want to start? I want to start with can the bench warmer uh, defense um, contain uh, what is it, Jeans Lee Alexi yeah. uh, throwing? Uh, that, that again, it's a, an incredibly tall task. Uh, Gab Wiseman's their rusher. Yeah. Tall task again. No, no. Oh, okay. I, I, it's a Gab Wiseman thing. Okay, go for it. What's your I'm Gab curious Wiseman to see thing? how Gab Wiseman's going to do against his own defense. Uh, because the defense of, of... Of Bruins or Benchwarmers? Which one are you referring to? His oh, defense. Of Free Smoke. Yes. Free Smoke's defense is Bruins' defense. Okay, Bruins. Not the players. Yes, yes, the yes. The scheme yes, is yes, yes, yes. Right, 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 right. As we discussed uh, earlier today. Right, yes. Uh, I wonder if Gab Wiseman, knowing the issues of the Bruins' defense, will be able Exploit. to pick on it the same way. Um, He's going to have to. Because they're too athletic, which, as we learned, they're too athletic to just get away with your normal concepts. You need to really attack what they do poorly. Um, yeah. We, I put my hand up here. I learned that the hard way. Um between Gisli and Jordain, uh, they, they just have a lot of speed. Uh, Jordain also provides a lot of size. Uh, I made the mistake of trying to throw over him, for example. <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a mistake because he got there, and, and I didn't expect that at all. Um, they're, they're a good team. They, they have issues, but overall their athleticism allows them to conquer that. Um, Both on the male as the female side. And I was going to mention Josiane yeah. Martin. She mm-hmm. caught the game winner against us. She's yep. really good on defense. Yep. Uh, cover a lot of ground. Um, really good player to to, to 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 look out for, as well as Valerie Shelder. Yeah. So uh, you like Gab Wiseman? You guys don't have rocket arms, right? That's those are the like downfield, very accurate and hard balls. That those are the ones that you can get by the Alexi brothers. Yeah. None of like either of you wouldn't no. wouldn't argue that you guys have those type of arms. So yes, the the schematics, the concepts, you're going to have to break down yeah, the zones. They 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 are a disciplined defense, but they're not an adaptive defense per se, so the the holes in their zones will always be there. Yeah. What do you think in terms of Nick Gomez Rizzo or Jocelyn Calix, their impact against the uh, athleticism of free smoke? Nick Gomez Rizzo is really good at instinctively when he breaks down and and crashes into the flats. He's really good at breaking concepts apart and attacking what you want to do with your offensive concept. 
Please, you won a matchup. And I delivered my point exactly in zero seconds. That's a winner. That's a winner, winner, ducky winner. Ducky, ooh. (laughs) It's the new chicken. (laughs) I've often heard that. I had duck this week, actually. Duck? Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Orange? Guy. Did you we make it with like... No, uh, just pan seared and finished in the oven. Mm, yeah, nice. Salt, pepper, rosemary. Sounds like nice. you melted it in a pot. I did. <laughs> sure. I did what, one with... Uh, what is a pot? But oh, I don't okay, know. That makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. I did one with the black cherries and then a seared endive with an orange salt. It was very good. That's pretty good. Yeah. This was a uh, Tuesday good. night when I had 15 minutes to eat. So Unfortunately, I couldn't do it that way. Um, or do you prefer to eat sneaky snakes? <laughs> I've eaten a snake before. Really? It tastes like frog legs, okay. not like which which then tastes like chicken. Neither of those things <laughs> taste like chicken. People don't taste things. They both taste closer to fish. Yeah, frog. I've had frog legs. It's been a while though, so I yeah. can't recall the the texture. They're okay. The, the taste. They're fine. Yeah. They're not not my my thing per se. Um, melting poets take on uh, sneaky snakes, as Iggy was ham handedly trying to allude to. Mm-hmm. Um, sneaky snakes, sneaky snakes st- struggle on defense, man. Yeah, but I think they have a chance here with... Uh, with it's a good matchup for them. Yes, like not facing a high-octane uh, offense in Melting Pot. Eagle might, might actually be able to give us a hand here because uh, one of the Caron uh, brothers, I believe, is on this team, if not uh, if not Antoine? both. Antoine uh, Caron, yeah. Yeah, uh, he was one of the leading receivers along with Carl Murray. Uh, Carl Murray actually uh, like a leading candidate for two-way uh, player of the year in, uh, in, in all of COED, in fact. Um, though they're going to need to rely heavily on on those two, uh, Alex Paquette to get get uh, both of those players the ball, uh, along with uh, who's his uh, extra uh, Claudia Morin uh, Arbor. She was the next most targeted um, woman on the team. Uh, but yeah, I I do think this is a team that sneaky snakes. Uh, it's a favorable ish matchup for them. Uh, one that they they can say they have more experience than uh, than and which you, they can't say for a lot of teams in co-ed uh, except for uh, these bottom teams including Melting Pot. But here's the thing, Melting Pots, which is what I'm calling them now. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> since week three, 33 points scored, 27, 27, 31, uh, against Sneaky Snakes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24, 24, like, uh, sorry, and then six, six points in the last game against uh, Pitsy Fuck. But generally, like, they've been consistent. They've Putting been consistently up numbers. scoring four to five touchdowns. I think it'll take the five touchdowns, as I often say, it takes to win in the playoffs. But um, they, they, you know, I think Carl Murray can, can help them get in there. And uh, Jean Roche Richard uh, Carbonneau uh, as well. These long names are killing us. We're yep. up against the clock today. Um, not as much involvement from, uh, from, the, the women receivers as I'd like um, because it's a big part of co-ed mm-hmm. and that's part of what's kept them down because like I've watched them play their offense is confident yep. they just don't score quite as much as I'd like to see Fair enough, but you know, given that they're facing sneaky snakes, uh, a team that themselves doesn't put that much uh, that many points on the board but, and, and conceptually th- there's entire holes in the defense they, they, they kind of just play lanes across the field <laughs> Oof, I hope not but that's uh, what they did against us Yeah Um Although the game that they, the matchup between the two in the regular season, uh, look, both quarterbacks put up four, four TDs, Alex Paquette, David Brisson. Uh, the difference was a pick six. So can uh, Brisson protect the ball and give his team the victory? Iced out. Who won? Mo. Mo. Oh. Okay. Iced out against Badgers. Um, this is a good matchup for both these teams. <laughs> Putting it nicely. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, they kind of looked out. But look, Badgers. Badgers have good players. Yeah. They they the concepts defensively, as we discussed last show, uh, aren't there. Offensively, either it's the QB is either calling plays he doesn't understand how to read, or he's making the decision of where to throw before pre-snap. B- before well, not even pre-snap, like in the huddle, like no, <laughs> it, like it, it feels that. Like I was watching him stare down receivers. Mm-hmm. I was watching him not really progress the reads. And then when he when it was clear to him his receiver wasn't open, panic, right. just panic, try and buy time, try and scramble, uh, and, and try and look for someone to throw. I don't think Eistel has anyone that can rush him though. Can, is there? Uh, maybe Daryl Dorsley or uh, well, if Daryl Dorsley does rush, then yeah, yeah. Or X, uh, they uh, they started the season uh, with Jefferson Suarez Espinal. Yeah. Uh, he was more of a running quarterback uh, as uh, he couldn't get it done with necessarily throwing with his arm. Uh, so the speed is is at least there. Uh, I'm but not just sure the about angles. Daryl Dorsley is a very good rusher. There you go. That, that so. would, to me, Daryl Dorsley is is uh, is, is a the piece answer. that they need to be looking for. Um, but then we look at it, and, and a lot of what we talked about with a lot of other teams and their involvement of, of female players, um, that's one thing I thought does well. Uh, Melissa Haber, uh, the most targeted receiver on her team, uh, yep. she converted 26 to 34 targets. She leads the team in touchdowns. She's a really good player. Yeah, she's uh, a really fun player to watch. Her and uh, although Shannon Rooney's not taking uh, as much advantage uh, yard yardage wise, at least uh, she does. You know, twelve of twenty one on the reception target ratio. Uh, it's I don't just know if it's for certain, but she might. I, like just looking at the stat line, that's a snapper stat line, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now she doesn't get many yards out of it, you know, just receiving uh, or a complete well, gaining five, five and a half yards per uh, per reception. Uh, honestly, this one's going to come down to who's more effective offensively, who's able to put up what, what usually you, you go with five touchdown piece. Are you lowering that bar to like three In this game? Yeah, three, three, three with converts, three with converts. Yeah. So I'm looking at whoever gets to 21. First is probably uh, your your victor in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, yeah, I think I think it's a, a kind of game where we can see the underdog win. Mo Khan, winner. All right, that all right. We wrap it up with uh, La Sect playing against Le Pucker. This is a good matchup for La Sect. It is, yes. So, and I don't mean this with disparagement at all. Uh, Le Pacquer are the most disorganized team in Colette. Um Although they have a lot of passion. They're, they do. They're, they they're, do. They're, and they're they like ready to play. And, and I, I, and I love it. Uh, yeah. they, they're not scared of anybody. No. They're going to give everyone their best shot. Yeah. Um, it's just that they're completely disorganized. People abandon zones. People take chances. Uh, there's too many players on the team. So... The Not best players too. don't really get um, on the field as much as they should. Um, Vanessa Pierre is someone didn't put up a ton of defensive stats, but I was really impressed with her uh, defensively. Uh, Justin Anania, really big dude. Yeah, um, that might He's cause good. issues, but I, I just think that Alessek now at least run a competent offense yes. and a competent defense. Uh, they're not perfect. No. They're going to make mistakes, but not as much as Pucker. Yeah. Pucker's defense was so disorganized, I had trouble reading it <laughs> for the first <laughs> drive and a half. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Because they, they don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, it's an advantage for like a drive, but then after that, you fall apart a little bit. Yeah. Right? I w- what? Like 
you ran all hooks like 80% Eventually, of the game? Eventually, I just ran all hooks because everyone just dropped all yeah. the time. <laughs> and like I'm, I'm maybe they're probably afraid because we had a lot of speed on Kiss My End Zone, so maybe that's why. And and Lesek doesn't have the same kind of team build, so I don't know if they'll have that advantage. But hey, if it's there, you can win a playoff game by throwing all hooks. Do it. Yeah. So what is the path to victory for Le Paquera if we're saying that Lesek is your favorite? Double team Alison Francillon. Yeah. Force throws elsewhere. Force yeah. him to beat you with everybody else. But, but which by the by the way, easier said than done because Alison Francillon will never get the flowers he deserves. Like just yeah. because Lesek they went so long without winning a game. But let's not forget how good a player he is. He's great. He's, n- he's not just great. great. He's he's won awards. He's yeah. he's won like two way yeah, best receiver of the year. He's a he's, he's really really good. Now you brought this up uh, last week that um, that Raphael Beauchamp de Bois has developed a, a connection with Justin Leblanc Guindon as a number two receiver. Yeah. So go ahead, double up Alison Francillon. Get I'll I'd get be, I'd be, as a defense, Le- so I'd be comfortable with that. Yeah, I, I understand. But and, and like you stressed, they need to get uh, especially Valérie Frappier more involved and in Lonnie uh, as well. Lorietti uh, uh, is what I meant to say. Sorry. Yes, you're right. But either way, both of them. Who won? Could th- Mo won that one as oh, well. Three so in a row. Really he's on, he's right on a streak. Here. He's on a tear. He's on a tear. Um, and that's that's uh, the first round of co-ed. Cool. Yeah. This is it's quite rapid fire. It's, yeah. Uh, I'm like I, I'm I'm stressed. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I don't hear the ducks anymore. Are they quacking? No, they're quacking. We've just tuned them out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and that's why there's nothing more important. And wildlife conservation. We can't tune the ducks out. Remember to make your donations at www.ducks.org. Oh, it's brilliant. Holy shit. <laughs> Tier four. <laughs> There's so many people who don't get that joke. Who just started listening this season or last. Oh, man. Um, ducks.org. <coughs> By the way, uh, just a little segue here. So I posted a little spoiler on our, our my uh, Instagram page. And uh, Lodi messaged me back saying, I'm so lost. Why am I a duck? <laughs> and why are we advancing in a river? <laughs> Answer, <laughs> you'll why? see tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously, Lori, why are you a duck? That's the question. Um, oh, so tier four. Um, this yep. one, I guess I'll try and take the lead more because, like we said, like you're going to be covering it in your article. Right. Eagle, is there anything we need to know about the knockout round for for tier four, that's a little different. Yeah, well, not different necessarily. So it's the same structure like all the other ones where if you're in the upper uh, bracket, you have double elimination. If you're in the lower, you have a single elimination. The only thing I want to specifically call out is that there are additional games on November 13th. Yeah, this Sunday, yeah. Exactly. So the <laughs> loser of the Toon Squad, Q, uh, rather, Q, the loser of the Toon Squad QB Roulette game goes home. Yeah. The winner stay. advances. Stay at the field. Don't stay leave. Stay at the field. You have <laughs> a game leave. a few hours later. Okay. <laughs> Same thing. The losers of game one and two, so Whip 2.0 primetime, whoever loses that game. Red Dragon Step Bros, whoever loses that game, stay at the field. You have a game at 10 o'clock, all right? So game six and seven are the same night. So we're doing those rounds at the same time. Otherwise, the schedule is as is. Um, same thing for games eight and 11. So keep that in mind uh, for just they're on the same night and everything. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, FYI. So that's, that's pretty interesting because even though you're a double elimination team, if you lose both games, you're out. Yep. Yeah. On the on the first night of playoffs. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's it's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that today and I was like, that's that's well, intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Imagine, well, imagine getting double elimination just for it to all go away in the yeah, and in two two straight losses just you can handle that shit. Yeah, wow, yeah. wow. So for this one here, uh, Peas and Iggy, when we're gonna do the breakdown, there's only three games officially on paper that we have to pick between. Yes, but if you want to try and preview games six and seven, one of the teams from the upper bracket is gonna be playing balls deep, and the other team is gonna play the winner of Toon Squad QB Roulette. So I don't know if you want to cover that specifically no, or give like no because we don't know who the high loser yeah. is yeah we're just going to cover the games on the docket all right and yeah. that's all we can be expected to do we have three games we're also going to run the wheel during the duck <laughs> race the toon squad qb roulette but we're not going to start there so no, you we have won't some start time. there just i, I i'm, I'm telling i'm telling you so you can prepare yes. no, it's ready yes uh, it's um cool. we will start with with wib uh west island boys 2.0 uh, going against primetime, the battle of the yellow shirts in this one, as I coined it on my in my article, which is coming out uh, on Saturday or maybe Sunday. I was going to pretend like I read it like, oh, yeah, I remember you said that. Um, and by <laughs> Sunday, I mean, of course, Sunday before six. So. Yeah, that's, that's that's the dream. Um, so West Island boys, to me, are the best receiving core in tier three, tier four by a lot. Yes. I keep saying that like Iggy... If you or I had this team, oh. we would we would be in heaven. Like yeah. uh, Zach Stacy being forced to throw is absolute nonsense. He's a great receiver in his own right, but it was the best decision for the team because it wasn't working with Skylar Bailiff, who, in his own right, ridiculous receiver. Um, Mike B is a great <laughs> is a great player. Bari Babungi. I was warned before the season. Mike B was going to have an impact. Bari Babungi. Absolutely, Mike B. Went ahead, put up 10 touchdowns, uh, just a great, great piece. Nick DeMalo again, and Julian McLaren Thompson. How does this team fit I don't know. in Tier 4? It's yeah, nonsense. Great team. Uh, looking forward to seeing them. That said, the key for me for prime time is going to be Ethan Adrian. Okay. Ethan Adrian is the best rusher in, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in, division, in Tier 4. I'm not going to disagree. Yeah, he go. rushed me in Tier 2. Yes, yes, I know. Mike Pierce St. plays for us. Yes. Braves no longer have uh, their typical rusher and yes. as they had in pre- previous seasons. Yes, yes, yes. And I told Mike, I said, that's the new Braves rusher. Yes. Because yes. he's amazing. Yes. He's really good, really good receiver. You said this too. all last week. I did? Yes. I don't remember, man. Yes. Once <laughs> the lights go off. Uh, Daniel Spinas had a really good season. I think uh, that's your, your prime time key to, to victory yeah. is going to hinge on Daniel Spina. Go. Look, 3-1 to one is a good touchdown interception ratio. It's not ideal. You want to be closer to 4 or 5-1. to one. Three to one is fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine for the regular season. He needs to protect the ball a little more uh, and trust his defense to make plays. Um, if they give him an extra possession, this is the kind of team that can win with four scores. Um, and the thing for me that makes them interesting on offense: Greg Saint Fleur, Ethan Adrian, Alessio Miro, Zach Lyman. Uh, all of them, one touchdown within each other. And I, you can even go down to to, to Willie Hab- Habimana and George Jodas. And George Jodas. Didn't even score as much as expected. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he, he was the leading possession receiver for this guy. He helps move the, for, for this team, help move the chains. Uh, if he catches some of those in the end zone, we talk about the season in a completely different way. Yeah. I love I love the balance attack here. Everyone has, like, 200 or 100 yards. That just makes it really hard to defend. And the key to victory here, Daniel Spina reached out to me for red zone plays. He wants to increase his efficiency in the red zone. Great. Gave him a few plays. Let's see if it works out. Break X. Ethan yeah. Adrian, 21 sacks. Yeah. Mo wins again. Oh my God! Four in a row. Steroids. <laughs> Roids. Uh, yeah. Now we are going to. Uh, <laughs> See, yeah, it's yeah. weird to go from analysis to. Yes, it is weird. Uh, so our uh, our QB roulette uh, team is the underdog facing Toon Squad. 
in the lower bracket. So before we roll the timer, no, no, we're gonna go with the wheel. Go. No, 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 I wanna I wanna go with the wheel first, so we know who the QB is. I want to get more things on the screen. So Kenny should be, nope. but now will not be. Will not be throwing the quarterback. They should be going with Zachary Albert Skill. Look, if they want to win, they're gonna go with Zachary Albert Skill. It's been proven. Uh, we are the masters of the wheel. Their win against primetime huge, by the way. At the end yep. of the season, you're channeling your inner prison, Mike. By the way, my inner prison, Mike. Yeah. Why? Look at your butt. Look at your duck. You're on the top. Oh, nice. I didn't see it. <laughs> um, so, can you tell you through that game, which we know he won't be throwing in the playoffs, but um, he wasn't great. He wasn't great, but it was the defensive effort. Now, this game here, we talked about last week. Alex Blay, Lucas Kenville, Iggy Magnets will not be on the team right. <laughs> for QB Roulette. It's a very different roster, um, so I think that hurts them a little bit. You know, a lot. And maybe help them for seeding in a sense because um, it allowed them to get that win. Um, but they do take on Toon Squad. Toon Squad, to me, is a team that when I look at them, they just haven't lived up to their potential. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a little bit of Garner Ross at, at quarterback and a little bit of uh, Adam Antel. Um, and Who should they go with? It's tough. Because th- Pick neither one. of them separated themselves, right? Like they both were kind of the same. Pick one. Sorry. Pick one. Who are you going with? Uh, probably I I I like Garner Ross. I would go Garner Ross. Okay. He's a little bit more accurate. Uh, takes slightly less. Well, mind you, not the case this season. Takes slightly less chances than Adam Antel. Um, but I, I think they're probably if he's available, probably gonna go with Antel. Ben Arnovitz is a problem. Um, that said. There's too much low efficiency in his targets. Get him on drags. Get him on hooks. Yeah. Get him operating in space. He's quick. He's elusive. He can make plays th- uh, down the field. They just seem to target him downfield. Um, and it's similar for Max Arnovitz, right? Like that's that that's their, they're always looking for the deep strike, the big strike, um, and that's why both quarterbacks have completion percentages under sixty percent. That might be enough against QB roulette. It's not going to be enough to advance far in the playoffs. Fair enough. I think. The QB roulette defense is actually... That's good. It, it is good. Yeah. So if uh, Toon Squad can put up three or four on on them, uh, that'll be their, their key to victory. can QB roulette score three touchdowns. Exactly. So they can score three, but not more than that. Um, and three is because the Toon Squad defense would be breaking down. I think one of the things Toon Squad can do to really help themselves, hey, you have two quarterbacks, throw a lot of double quarterback plays. Get that QB roulette defense. Two uh, squad did beat them week one at one point. Who won? Lori. Nutty. That's uh, win suck, number. We suck at ducks, man. We suck, suck at, at ducks. ducks. Mm. Yeah. By the way, if you um, if you don't want your phone to automatically autocorrect to duck, create a contact that's FF, uh-huh. and your phone will no longer autocorrect to duck. Sure. Red Dragons, the Step Rose. Uh, this is one of the uh, double elimination games uh, with Prime Time's loss to QB Roulette on the final uh, season, uh, final game of the preliminary round. Uh, jumped Red Dragons and Step Rose into the four five seed. Uh, who's your favorite in this one? Red Dragons are confusing, man. I can't ever get a feel if they're good or not. They yeah. they seem to be. So close to turning the corner and yeah. just never get there. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like watching NASCAR. It's just a continuation of left turns <laughs> continuously. Um, look, they faced off recently. 
and they beat the Step Bros. I think Red Dragons are closer to where they want to be than Step Bros are. Um, Pranav Sharma, last time these two teams faced, all the all the negative indicators. Completed less than half his passes. Only completed 10 passes. Um, through for under 100 yards, mm-hmm, four interceptions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it, like, you can't give a team four extra possessions. And on, on top of that, Red Dragons only scored four times. So, like, yeah. Red Dragons are not even a high-efficiency offense, but if, you're gonna, if they're going to have eight possessions, they'll score four. Can I give you a counter-argument real quick? Go ahead. Pranav Sharma, last game of the season, nine completions, 12 attempts, 246 yards, seven touchdowns. Ah, against another Tier 4 crappy team. The Penetrators. <laughs> Was that... I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know why it's that the happened. most. It's the uh, it's a recent. I'm going with recency bias. Can he can he pull out another performance like this and put up the points against? Last Red time Rackets? I've seen a stat line like that, Eagle, you'll remember this is when when uh, Fred Morissette was playing for Moose in Div Five. I remember that pre cap era, <laughs> guy who had, back when he showed up to games. Back when he showed up to games, this is a guy who for his FPF career had a seven to one touchdown interception ratio. Those are lower f- efficiency patches. That that doesn't work out too well for most human beings in FPF. Um, yeah, th- th- I think I think that game was an anomaly. I can't explain it. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Uh, I, my guess is just penetrators knew the season was kind of locked up for them and didn't go at it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe schematically, there's something that went wrong. Either way, uh, the. Uh, uh, Red Dragons are going to have to worry about Anthony McCall. Uh, yeah. He led the way uh, for the offense of Step Bros with 470, uh, 457 yards, 7 touchdowns. And I like the two-way player of Eric Carpenzano. Uh, I wanted a fist pump and I hit the mic because I won. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Nice. Congrats, man. How you That's feel? my second one. Oh. Well, how do you feel this time? Not like a host because we're done Tier 4. All right. Move on to tier one. I'll host this one. Cool. Um, Eagle, any differences with the playoff format here? I'm just going to go grab it myself, so I'll have it for you. Uh, again, they're all more or less the same when it comes to this stuff. So let me just get the graphic on the screen. Yeah. Well, there's no buy, first of all. No one gets a buy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So here, let me put you top corner so everyone can see it. So, uh, And it's like we said all season long, by the way, that we knew who the top four teams were before the season started. Maybe STL could sneak into that, but no. We People had questions about whether Bless was the top four. Oh, I didn't. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in uh, general. To me, Stephen Harper saw it already. Ha- wait, wait. We'll you read my article. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, nothing super special here other than uh, Game 7-8. That's about it. That are the same day. But even then, nothing really changes for that one. So, yep. And just no regular schedule. One, no one playing. No one plays on the Same night. No, every every game is on a different night. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right. So, so, what's the first game on the docket here? First game on the docket is STL versus EZW. So fun game. It, yeah, it's it's it is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I do kind of like Terrence Adams rushing against uh, Jeremy White in this one. Uh, actually, a little uh, tidbit of info, uh, Jeremy White, maybe lower body, body injury. I was going to ask, is he healthy? Like, has he recovered from when he got hurt last season? Oh, I, that, I don't know. I don't know if it's it a new... It feels like he's either been injured this whole time or he keeps re-injuring himself 
Because he's been hurt constantly since right. last season. So I think that plays obviously into STL's favor. Uh, I mean, look, hey, he he put up a four to one touchdown to INT ratio in in tier one. I was gonna say, are you starting to buy Jeremy White the pocket passer? Well, it's pocket slash rolling passer. Yeah, uh, because Mo- moving pocket. Yes, yes. Uh, I've never, I never doubted it. I mean, I maybe doubted it against you know Division One and two teams. But STL is that STLs? Yeah. They have the pedigree of being a Division One team, right? So, so yeah, Division I, A in any case. Look, I can see him uh, at his best putting up a five TD, uh, one INT kind of performance, and that is maybe lower average four to one is four four scores enough i'm gonna say no uh i think the uh, dylan taylor offense is 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 good for five touchdowns minimum and so just just based on that alone that kind of gives the win in my my opinion to stl you feel your looks like you're gonna go into a different route no, different no. question oh i'm always laughing at the next thing oh, okay. uh, who's who's uh Who's the weekly hero for ECW? ECW always has one guy who goes off every yes, game. Yes, that's true. Now, again, remember, it's going up against guys like Theo and Jimmy Ojea, right? So, like, I don't expect it to be Etienne Laurence Gervais or JC Ferlin. Who would it be then? Why wouldn't you expect it to be? Because I think they're going to be the toughest matchups. No, I think it's JC Ferlin. Okay. I, I think he's he's the one that fits in the most with, you know, the Div 1, Div 2 type of player. Give, uh, me, a, give me a sneaky Samuel Pelchat game. Or Seal mm. Levine also, well, well, also he's, fits into he's, the Of course, yeah, he fits into the Div 1 too. He only played five games this season, right? But like, yeah. let's not forget he's on his roster. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, you know what? I do like your Sam uh, Emilio Pelcha as a underrated snapper in the division. Uh, he can uh, definitely put up uh, a lot of a lot of stats in this one. Mo Khan, goddamn Mo. You know Taka. what? It's because of how well he wears his uh, white fitted dry fits. Oof, you're down a slippery slope there. You pulled it out, though. Yeah. Just I in time. I always do. I Just always in time. Do. Yes. Um, <laughs> run it once versus hashtag NR. Is, is this potentially a blowout? Uh, I think run it once just has too many weapons. Uh, too much cohesion. Yeah, just a lot of chemistry. Exactly. Like, it's been three or four... Is it years? I want to say. I was gonna say seasons, but is it maybe since COVID that it's been yeah like the the core of, yeah. of this team has been playing together and adding pieces uh, here and there. And Jeff Rosenblatt, like he's really good at operating his scheme. Um, but more than that, like you look at look at this roster. Like there's so many different pieces, so many different players. It it doesn't feel like it ever really came together. Um, and the loss, of course, of Kendall Myers affecting this team throughout the season. For uh, for hashtag and for hashtag and yeah 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 they they've never recovered from it. Um, look, Kenny Bay put up monster numbers. He's great. Yeah yeah he's 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 j- but you have Anthony Brisbois on the other end to counter that. Yeah. So and and then add James Drysdale, add James O'Hayen, uh, add Ben McMahon. The speed of uh, I'm not uh, never caught if he was snapping for uh, Jeff. Did you happen to don't see remember. that? Uh, I've seen the play like three times too, but I don't remember who was snapping. Yeah. Marty Friedman uh, only played two games, so never mind. Um, look, like just four of those guys already. Whereas, uh, look, Travis Moses can shut down. Uh, he's he's been known to shut down guys. Can he shut down the Anthony Brisbois, the James Drysdale? The height of Anthony Brisbois is difficult. 
Yeah. Um, it makes it really difficult. But then on top of that, um, the thing is with Run It Once is I think they're one player away from being a legitimate like Division One offense. Right. Or, or Division One team, rather. Right. Just like one really highly skilled player away. Um, whereas I think hashtag this version of hashtag NR just has two, two or three pieces. Yeah, two I think or that's three gonna pieces. Be a big part of it. I'm kind of with you. Um, I I I don't know if I'd pick a blowout win for Run at Once. I do think that there is a game script that exists where Run at Once blows out hashtag NR, and I don't think the inverse exists. Yeah, look, uh, we love Adam Sinagra. Yeah, dude's awesome. 17 TDs to 8 INTs. He only, and he only played four games. And again, with yeah. with different players in his huddle each time. Yeah, it's 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 hard even, you know, for someone with his pedigree to, to get that connection. Yeah, it, it's hard. Yeah. Mo Khan. Is he uh, one of those English uh, Eagle, policemen? Eagle, if, if Mo wins for the night, we got to put in a call. Uh, it's sponsored by Sportier. we got to get Mo's thoughts on winning the duck race. Deal. Um... Next game is Kangaroos KGP. Nice try, Iggy. You chose the wrong game <laughs> on our sheet. I did? Yeah, oh, by, by highlighting? Sheet. No, yeah. I didn't. No, look you at my highlight. Initially, okay? I saw you do it. Yeah, maybe. Um, hey, get started. Kangaroos KGP. KGP are lucky. They're in a double elimination bracket in this one because, and I was, look, I was crunching the numbers, Dan Lazara had an absolute monster Madden-type of numbers kind of season 51 touch was it 51 51 to 7 in in eight games yeah it's nonsense it's nonsense well what's that average out to like Like, i don't even think his roster was ridiculous it's a good team i don't think they're overpowered six and a quarter by the way it's 51 and eight yeah yeah yeah, yeah, mental math really no not like that not well not while i'm doing the show uh like is is that uh, I would, we'd have to check the record books, but like on pace to have the most touchdowns in one season. I remember like Kim 66. White 64. It's it's close to that. Yeah, it's about. It, it's 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 close to that. So, uh, whoa, hold on! You just made a t- totally controversial statement that this team's not that. Like I know it. They're great. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they're overpowered compared to the rest. No, of the no, division. they're I think Braves are as good, and I think Blesser as good. Not with the injuries that Brave suffered. Braves, yeah. Okay. Yes. And to start the season with JD no. with JD Chevalier, they're different. Anyway, we'll talk about Braves no, later. But no. look, I think they're a good team across the board. Um, but a lot of these guys hadn't played Division One before, which I know is the Mokan argument. And like a guy like Jeans Lee as Alexi is clearly good enough now. Phil Fallon's good enough now to play Div One. But um, it just so, you know you wonder how these guys will fit, and they fit in perfectly. So my my thing with the Phil Fadans and the James Drysales of, of this world that are newcomers to like the Div One. Yeah, they're ready. And, and you're no, and you're the you love saying this of like trying to be in the moment and like capture something while it's happening instead of being. I late want to be ahead to the of the curve, not behind. Yeah, they're not just Div One ready; they're the top five percent of of Div One. I mean, I, it's, it's I can see it's, it. it's early to say if, it. I, I have to like actually break it down, but like I can I, see it's, it. it's. I know it's early to say it, but like they're not just good enough to play in Div One. They're good enough to be the top players yeah. in Div One, when, and it's just ridiculous when it comes to like Phil Farah, who's never played like tack, uh, like football in his life before. It's a different type game. of thing. It's its, it's, its own. Game. It's, it's insane. FPF is its own. It's, it's not even flag football. It's its own thing. Just it's it's crazy. Uh, just kangaroos are sorry. Uh, KGP 
this time I think you're not gonna win. Lordy. I think KGP really wanted Braves. Braves. Yeah, because yeah. for some reason they, yeah. they, that that they I I would give them the upper hand on that one. This I, kangaroos and I can't explain why. Yes, I me neither. Uh, the kangaroos offense is way too many points. I think I think I think this might be kangaroo season. Yeah, yeah, I think not to hunt them to be clear. The, I think the team might win the championship. Oh, I thought, I thought they were Not hunting. Open season on kangaroos. Open season on kangaroos chasing ducks. Yeah. Have you ever eaten kangaroo? No, that I haven't. I had it with beer. The beer was hoppy. The kangaroo and less so. Oh. No, I've had kangaroo though. It's, it's not good. Was it I'm tough? Not a fan. Tough meat? Yeah. Yeah. Tough and kind of bland. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it'd be gamier. It's not. Yeah. What's the next game? Uh, Blessed versus Braves. I keep forgetting I'm hosting this one. Yeah. Go. So they just played uh, in the last game of the season, 46-26 for Braves. Uh, Blessed had come in undefeated so uh, into that matchup uh, and humbly took a 20-point loss. Uh, I wanted to get Steve's uh, thoughts on on this game, Uh, but of course, four TDs to two INTs is not uh, up to his standards. Uh, I think he'd agree with that. But we've seen... Steve had these kind of games before. He had a high-profile moment in the finals where he threw a bad interception and then the game got away from him. Like, it, it's happened less and less often and mm-hmm. that's why he's so great. But we know this can happen, right? So that, that's why double elimination was so big for Bless. Yeah, oh, I can't argue with that there. Now, uh, I'm looking... They had only seven possessions. So uh, four of those went for scores, two of them went for INT. So they were either stopped... End of the half. End of the half, or or maybe uh, something uh, was stopped uh, by the Braves. Uh, look, Bless's defense has been talked about as actually being surprisingly very, very good. Uh, almost one of the best in the, in the tiers. Braves and Jomaro just picked it apart, right? 15 of 20 to 26. That means there were deep shots that uh, went to guys like Francois Rochelieu who are like making impacts. Rachelou. Ra- sorry. You Rachelou. never get his name right. <laughs> yeah, Nick Suzuki. Uh, Nick Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, so like it's it's not just the, the Serge Pilons. Three, three receptions for 28 yards. So look, Bless contained them, but they have other weapons that just Jomaro can pick apart any, any defense really. Um, I'm curious. Did they use an IR to uh, to replace JD Chevalier? Oh, uh, you wouldn't he be. He didn't get the games played. Sorry, he didn't get the games he played. Did, so then you can't. I know, but I'm, I don't know if they use an IR to replace him during the season or, or a player to replace him. Anyway, we'll see. Um, yeah. We'll see uh, what they did. Like we know the roster going in, so we'll see how they how they stack up. Um, I I'm wondering if Les can do anything different to stop uh, John Mayer this time around. I don't think so. Uh, it's it's clearly not sending a different rusher. Did they learn enough? Did they pick up on on what plays he runs often to then adjust? It almost doesn't matter with them. It, exactly. They're so mechanical. It's That's like Brut and the women's. Yeah. They run their system so mechanically, and their timing is so great, and their athleticism is so good. that Mo's a cheater. Mo's, Mo's just cheating yeah. at this point. He's like, uh, he's like the Braves. They're cheaters, right? Apparently, yeah, jeez. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. That accusation. Mike will not be happy with you when, when he sees you on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. 
He thinks he get they get uh, different treatment from the refs in a negative way. Everyone thinks that, by the way. Yes. Every single player yeah. in FBF thinks they get worse treatment. The referees care less about the outcomes than you think they do. They really, they, they really don't. They they're just going through the motions of calling games, calling plays as they happen. They they don't know. They kind of forget, and they're like like the sounds the, of the ducks. They just forget who's playing. And really. Especially like if the game's close, they they often don't even know who's winning. Yeah, yeah. The score, yeah. no. Just a, a quick checkpoint right now. So we're halfway through the Jesus. games. The current score is Moe's in the lead with seven duck race wins. Lori is trailing four? him with four. Yeah. Iggy, you're currently in two? third place with two. Yeah. Pease, you're on the scoreboard at one. Nice. You have none? Alexi, not me. Oh, Alexi. Alexi is too busy running the country to get points. <laughs> <laughs> or swimming around the country. Oh, uh, ducks. Duck thing. Yeah. I thought he would have left the country by November. Fled and uh, maybe he's a loon. Mm. Well, he's not winning the duck race. Perhaps he's a Bernache. We're going to women's. Yeah, Vortex Red Nation. We got to do this first yeah, so everyone break. can see oh, the yeah, bracket. Yes. I, I listen. I wasn't paying attention during my own pre-show meeting, so. Nothing fancy here. Brut gets yeah. the buy. Vortex plays Red Nation. Louvre plays Lou, and that's it. Um, so yeah, so as always, we'll make our picks at the end. Um, also, I don't know why game three is technically in red. It should be yellow. That's a mistake. It That's is not a, a double elimination game. You guys just focus too much on color. It's not a double elimination game. You mean it is a it double is elimination? No, three game number three is not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Brut are a double elimination team playing the winner. Right, of yeah, but game he's colored one. a single is what I mean. Sorry. Yes, it so it is miscolored. And it's, it, is, it is a double elimination yes, game. Yes. Thank you. Yes. 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 Wow, that was uh the least interesting <sighs> thing that's ever happened on the show. And most often on the show. So <laughs> yeah, we um, have ducks on the show. Vortex take on Red Nation. The strength of Red Nation oh. The strength of Red Nation's always been the defense. Um mm-hmm. but uh I've been like I've been speaking profusely uh, about um, about uh, Gabriel Vanier all season long. Forty-one touchdowns, eight interceptions, um, completing almost seventy percent of her passes. She's been uh, amazing all season long. Her ability to stretch the field, her ability to tackle all levels. Love everything I've seen of. I've started throwing Koya this season, and she was great there too. Yep. She's just yep. a really, really, really talented quarterback. Um, I don't know if. Um, Red Nation have the horses to stop her. Do you think so? Or rather, it's, can you make the case? It's it's their only path to victory. The defense needs... And not only do they need to obviously stop them, they need to only allow two touchdowns or less. The second that Vortex reaches 18 points, yeah, the game's... Oh, Fine, I'll be nice. 24. The The second Vortex reaches 24 points, the game's over. Allison Sobo is well-documented and is here on Calling the Audible. Uh, as m- I think her ceiling is three touchdowns. So that's why I say the 24. I don't recall one or many games where she's thrown for four touchdowns. Uh, in fact, if I just bring up uh, her her passing records of, uh, of this season... Uh, there was one game against Lou. Uh, you know, the three games where she did it, all against the Lou uh, defense. Uh, yeah, defenses, and probably set up 
really close at the five or at the ten yard line after probably a lot of interceptions from her defense, yeah. setting her up in, in prime position to score. Um, but look, <laughs> against Vortex, one TD. Against Brut, zero. Brut, zero. And, and against Vortex, one. And we see, you know, Alison Sobel only completing 47% of her passes. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's always going to be the issue. Yeah. Uh, that said, you see the defense of Red Nation anchored, obviously, by Rasha Valier, but Lamise Aljundi... Obviously, a really good defender in her own right. Geraldine Caballo Bante. And also, perhaps the um, off-season acquisition of the year for any women's team is Kay Allen Beckles yeah. going to uh, Red Nation. I think she'll, she'll have a huge uh, impact in this game uh, if they're going to have a chance to win. Yeah, uh, yes. Goddamn Okan. That red duck. He's a spiker. Punk duck. Duck Hunt. Eagle was the name of the game. No, it's he's a punk. Oh, I heard I heard Hunt Duck. I was no. like, no, that wasn't <laughs> what it was called. Um, the next game yeah. is between Lou and Lou Denal. We were there for the the first time these teams met. Yeah, it was hype AF, dude. It was awesome. It so was, I can't imagine this playoff game. Oh my god, <laughs> the, the energy inside the Montreal is going to be insane. Um, if it wasn't so late, I'd walk there after work and watch it. But I'm not. I'm sorry. Ladies, I will not be there for your 10 o'clock game on a Monday night. Yeah, 10-10. But I'm excited to hear about it. I'm excited to see any of the footage that's captured because, honestly, some of the most fun I've had watching FPF all season long was the first time these two teams faced off. Um, We'll start first with uh, Louvre Denal. To you, what is uh, their path to victory? You said Louvre? Louvre. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, I think their offense is slightly uh, better than the Lou Zunal. They threw 38 interceptions this season. Combined the teams? or No, <laughs> Louvre. They threw nine touchdowns, oh. 38 interceptions. Now, obviously, a lot of them came against Brut and Vortex. Yes. and like It didn't come in the games they played against each other. Most specifically, they just played Brut and got smacked from right. 60 to 6. Yeah. So, um, maybe, honestly... Protect the ball, right? And and force yeah. force the other team to start from their own five rather than turning it over in your own zone. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I just think, though, that uh, given their 38 uh, touchdowns uh, or <laughs> 38 interceptions, uh, that their offense in uh, Melissa and uh, Xavier and Noor Sassi. Noor Sassi uh, is, is a star. Star yeah. in the making. Yeah. So, like, there's no player even uh, with 200 or 300 yards on the Lou Zunal. Um, the, the two players I mentioned, Melissa and Nul, uh, those are two players that in their own right had 279 and 301 uh, receiving yards. So, not only can they just move the chain at least past half field, they, can, they have the ability to take it all the way. Uh, to the house for six points where I don't see that uh, same type of explosiveness from the Lou. But there's more safety on the side of the Lou. Uh, Brenda Lennar only threw 14 interceptions by comparison, which I know is still high, but but yeah. closer to like what Allison Sobel's put up, but she's only thrown six touchdowns. right? So like there is a lack of explosion, but it is safer. So can they get defensive stops? Can they get interceptions perhaps by Leticia uh, Nialou? Or uh, Yvel Kenzian? To me, it's no. It's that the explosiveness, one or two explosive plays that Louvre can get, they'll take advantage of and win, let's call it 18 to 12 or 6. But we're not doing predictions yet. 18 to 12. 
Thanks. I won? Molcon. God damn it. But we're not doing predictions here. <laughs> 18 to 6. <laughs> I hate it when you get to be the me of the show. <laughs> and I have yes. to be the Mo. Yes. I don't like this role at all. Well, you're a duck winner. I am. Yeah. I am. Uh, you're you're duck. Well, no, wait. You have a duck. Is it Alexi's duckless at the moment? Right. Alexi is duckless at the moment. He's Correct. Duckless. Yes. Keep up. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like that was going somewhere else. No, just uh, duckless. We are moving to though tier three, where. Uh, let's look at uh, the breakdown for Tier 3. Uh, first of all, it's like co-ed, one of the, the tiers with the most uh, teams in it. Yeah, by the way, if you run your way through the lower bracket, my God, you have a lot of games on your schedule, right? Like, this is yeah. a very intense breakdown and everything. Yeah. Tier 3 uh, and co-ed are the longest paths pass, yeah. for, the, um, for, the, for the single elimination teams. So, again, nothing super special around this one uh, at this point in time. Uh, let me just move you guys is, out of the way is here. Is game 18 also a wrong color? Uh, game 18. Yes, that's yeah. also the wrong color. Yeah. That's a single number. The one time I don't check the colors, this was operated entirely outside of my jurisdiction. Yes. This is done hey, directly through Rob, so I, classic. On behalf of Duke, the graphic designer, is he, he always says the content is not his responsibility. It's the people providing the content who have to check the content. Yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, although so the only the only games that really matter are games 16, 17, and 18. Uh, so whoever wins 16 and 17 plays immediately afterwards for game number 18 at Laval. All the other mm -hmm. ones are on pretty much separate days, so you right. should be okay. Yeah. Uh, so in this one, uh, I, just the thing to point out, uh, the double elimination teams have kind of like a bye week almost. Not, not that they're, they get a bye to the next round, but they're just not playing till November 20th. Yeah. Uh, whereas the uh, single elimination teams do play on Monday night uh, in St. Laurent. Uh, so that's, those are the matchups where uh, want to break. Do you want to break down both or just the November 14th one? No, just we're going to do just the ones that are coming up this weekend because yeah. we have a whole week to do the other ones. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, so yeah we'll do just, I, I put all the games, I believe, on the script, but we'll just do the ones. Yes. Um, Yes, I, I don't know why, but there's like the picture of the kangaroos is stuck on the script. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do just the the uh, imminent games happening uh, for tier three. Yeah, which uh, start starting off, uh, we'll take the first where the ninth seeded Warriors uh, playing against the uh, lowly zero and eight. Why so serious? Um, is there a worse matchup for why so serious? Warriors have speed, they have cohesion, they have athleticism, they've played together for a long time. Who would have been a better matchup? Sulefes? Lalimo 17-year-olds? Lockdown? Maybe one of those, yeah, lock, like a team where they're just less explosive. Lockdown's defense would have given them difficulty, though. Uh, yeah. but, but generally, I think a team where they don't have to run up and down the field with a bunch of young guys. Yeah. Um, and even like Lalimo's put up 50 against them in a similar setting right like yeah. voodoo for example a little closer you know ravens haven't been that explosive like the, the game teams like that i think could have could have been a little bit closer i worry about this game i worry about this getting out of hand yeah um we haven't seen frank tilly colatrella take the steps he's need to as a quarterback that's been a uh that's been the case all season long 16 touchdowns 25 interceptions um that's that's a lot ouch that's a lot um offensively like we know a lot of 
what their offense has in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? Mm-hmm. We know how good he can be, um, and um, I, I just think that the offense really hasn't developed beyond that. You know, Josh Curry's been fine, and um, I, I expected a, a guy like Matthew Chadwick to shine more in this offense, and you know he hasn't. Luson Pierre only played three games as well, so so in and out, yeah. A lot of the game, even Robert Dielsey. Robert Dielsey's been in the team forever, and just not providing the kind of offensive boost that we we want to see. Um, and defensively, one interception all season long. Ah, uh, that you need to get a turnover against Warriors. They are going to score on ninety percent of their possessions. Uh, in this case, six uh, six TDs or seven TDs. You need to bring that number down to four for to war for Warrior scoring, and the only way you can do that, uh, again, it's not through getting stops or interceptions. It's by chewing the clock. Yeah. It's by staying. Uh, Frank Taylor Kelechella has to play a disciplined, slow game. He cannot be the try to be the gunslinger that he wants to be. He needs to check down the ball. He needs to be conservative and yeah. protect that that ball. If he gives the ball to the Warriors' defense, this game's over. Benji Ziegler, 20 touchdowns this season, dwarfing awesome seasons by Adam Rubinovich and Adam Lieblin on his own team. Yeah. So, we know, we know what God damn Mo Khan, man. This guy, he's a ringer in the duck games. Like, Because you often don't say why you're saying Mo Khan's name, so for the listening audience, it must be very confusing. Well, it, You're it, punctuating it, the game. It comes... In close proximity to the uh, the buzzer, so yeah. we're talking about ducks. Whenever you don't know what we're talking about, the answer is ducks. In my defense, uh, Lalimo's seventeen-year-olds uh, are facing off against Ravens. So in I don't understand. No, every time I've seen them play, they've been awful. Yeah, I don't understand. And then you're I talking about Lalimo's. Yeah, Lalimo's. Every time I, <laughs> I like, I know they're good. I like them when they were. Um, why big so fat, bats or big, big fat bats? Why so bats? <laughs> By the way, great name. <laughs> um, but like, we know the Zipatelli brothers. Uh, brothers um, I, I thought Joe Morghese was going to be a great piece for them, but he didn't play a single game. A.G. Zipatelli running up and down the field, 16 touchdowns. But I, I just, I think, I just, I caught them against that Rouge, for example. I caught them um, another time at St. Laurent. They, they, they got manhandled by trap stars. Like, I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And now they play Ravens, who are this big, physical, slow-moving, methodical team. Yeah. I wonder if this is a bad matchup for them. So... They, they, it, they beat them last time, though, 34-31. They beat them last time. And, and, and if you recccall, this was the game where uh, Matthew Zepatelli they and the boys were down 31-8 to oh, yeah, yeah, to Ravens. This is the one where Joel got kind of uh, banged up during the game. Uh, and they made an epic twenty-six to nothing comeback run uh, to to get that victory. Um, it didn't necessarily spark them uh, later down the road as they lost their the, ne- the next four games. Uh, but I think it it turned a corner in their minds at least that they are capable of of you know playing with the big boys. Uh, and and like you said, Ravens are a big body team. They're they're not easy to get the ball around. Uh, but kudos to Lalimos. They they ran that hurry up offense. I wonder if they run maybe hurry up 
even when it's not needed because they know I've it works. I've done that against Ravens. Yeah. Twice. And the last two times we played, we played them, we won by doing that because they want to keep a slow pace. So, so hint, hint. If I'm Lalamos, I'm running that, that, no, that no huddle all game long. Uh, Jean Lucie has taken over at quarterback. Obviously, the team is not quite the same without Joel Hull. Uh, but let's not forget the big bodies of Yvonne Desjardins, Mathieu Hull, yeah. uh, and the speed of Justin Salabas, of course. That... When you put it all together, it's still a competitive team game. We can very, very. So. It's it's always a team that it's it's dangerous and uh, what's their? They finish with a record of two and six. Yeah. Very disappointing. With, again, injuries and and games just not going their way. I know. get it, but with the talent level on on that roster is minimum a five hundred four and four yeah. team. That's that you know bounces go here here and there. Mo- Oh, Alexi's on the board. Go. He needed to be, uh, he felt a little green. and uh, He now has a duck. And a green screen. There we go. Uh, that will move us along uh, to ducks that are. Uh, Too many tabs open. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of tabs. Uh, a duck that's uh, showing, you know. Where's this going? I, I don't know. I'm trying to do something with Sulefes and like. That they're covered ducks up. Ducks ass. It ducks ass. Yeah, it's, yeah, and threat level midnight. Anyway, sometimes you just have to say a cuss word because they're kind of funny. I believe it's called a cucanal. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so uh, le cucanal playing uh, threat level midnight. Uh, do does threat level midnight? I think they went winless. Uh, like uh, why so serious? Do they have a chance against Sulefes? So Sunifest, um, they're solid. I like I like them all around. Um, they're bizarrely weak on defense. I thought they'd yeah. be stronger. Yeah. Um, but the offense is on pace. Francis Delroche, you can see why they kept trying to sneak him into Division Six last year. Yeah. He's a good quarterback. He's really good on the run. Um, you know, he he stayed above that uh, three to one touchdown interception yeah. mark. Uh, that we always look for. Uh, Vincent Benjamin and Jeremy Gossier and Loic Savoie-Seguin is a really good core yeah. for this division. Um, Gossier is not playoff eligible, though. He oh, just put up he, he just yeah. put up crazy numbers yeah, in two so games. Well, because he's, he's ridiculous. He, yes, because he's um, crazy. But still, like the team has pieces all around. You, you, I know you've subbed with them in the past, so you know guys like Kel Janel. Um, you know, these guys... Across the roster are guys who can make an impact, even though obviously there's a funnel when it comes to them on offense. Because when you have Vincent Benjamin on the team, it's criminal not to use him. The dude is awesome. They do. He, I'm saying, like, obviously the, the offense runs through him, so yes. like, everyone else is stuck in the scraps, right? Right, like, right, right, right. Um, on the other side, Threat Level Midnight, they're always better, like, just the way we think. Uh, Sulefest will be better than they are. Threat Level Midnight's always a little better than we expect them to be, right? They're always more competitive. This season wasn't the case. <laughs> okay, I'm like, where they went 0-8. <laughs> where are you going with this? Would you be surprised with them winning a playoff game? Against Sulefes, I it, it would be a little surprising. Uh, if it was against, uh, say... But, like, they just wow. they just went no. toe-to-toe with, that, with Arush, right? Like, last week. Fair. And they went toe-to-toe with Killer Rays early in the uh, season. Uh, the, the, the key here, will, yeah, Julien Pru is playoff eligible. Yeah. He's a difference maker. He's a difference maker, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so... That's their edge. They they probably caught Arouche a little off guard, uh, especially with covering Julien Prou and even Julien Prou on, on defense. The, this 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 one too uh, is 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 a game, the playoff game that is where threat level midnight needs to slow the hell out of this this game and and 
turn it into four four touchdown game. I know it's not a Matthew Domo throwing season, but I think they're better with Domo's quarterback. Yes, just that, that too. Yeah, I won, baby. There we go. Woo. It's that purple duck. Gotta go. Uh, Team purple. Iggy, Iggy P. Um, lockdown bandits. I told Eagle before this started. I actually don't hate the matchup. I I would have hated it at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Now I'm okay with it. But man, Bandits is like another Ravens where again, what was their record? Two five and one. Like underachieving. For oh sure. frustrating. You have so I love this team. I love the 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 personnel on it, the talent. Oh man. Two five and one is so de- de- deceiving. Uh the deception. Uh, what's the word? I'm uh, disappointing. No, disappointing. not deceiving. disappointing. Yeah, disappointing. Um, look, lockdown. Um, they have their limitations. You saw that when you played them. Mm-hmm. Um, the limitations in their defense is they're gonna run what they can run, and if you can exploit that, um, go for it. And I don't know if bandits are that team this season. I don't know if they're disciplined enough to continuously run their concepts. Um, I can see them making a mistake early and and falling apart. I can see Emil Scaff throwing interceptions as he's yeah. done all season long. Yeah, uh, Emil Scaff is was lightning in a bottle his first season FPF. Now he's come down back to earth. Sort of, you know, when you hear fantasy podcasts talk about regression to the mean. Emil Scaff has regressed to the mean. Yeah, um, fair, really good point. I, I think he's good. I think he's a he he's is a, he's a good athlete. Uh, who just needs to learn a little bit more. Cissa uh, Belanger has been great as a receiver. Mm-hmm. Back to Preston, we, can, we talked about whether or not he should have been quarterback. Yep. I think in general, it's the best version of their team with him at receiver and Emil Scaff at quarterback, just because I don't know if Emil is as good at receiver right. as Cissa is. Right. Uh, you know, and so, so I think that's going to be uh, an issue for them. And Cecil's had a, a great season along with Zach Gravison, who's, the, to me, Zach Gravison's the key to that defense. Um I I don't know what they do. They they like using him as rusher. Yeah. When when he it, should be in coverage. Yes. Because he's a really good coverage. Exactly. Player. And Especially and I know plots. Amar Jess is really fast too, and he's decent in coverage. But Amar that Jess guy's had is a seven great. Is a great rusher. He like he's really really good. I think the uh, to your point, uh, the lockdown aggressive defense, their their aggressive nature, will uh, have Emil Scaff maybe. Panic's not the right word, but put him under pressure because he'll take away the first read. read. And, yeah. yeah, take away the first and and hopefully the second read in, in Eagles' uh, defense. Uh, and, and hopefully that's where that third read can get intercepted. Because, yeah, lockdown's defense will make you go through your career. Yes. Who won? Lori. That a purple duck again. Because when I see Lori and Mo, I think steroids. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Clearly. Clearly. They have the body type. Um... Yeah. That concluded uh, uh, Tier 3. That'll do Tier 3. Uh, we will move on to uh, Tier number 2. So, so this we just, one I'll, I'll... Yeah, you take the reins. Take the reins in hosting. But uh, we just want to get the uh, the playoff uh, picture here is all straightened out. So KMO and Blackouts, we thought teams won and through throughout. We always said it was like a tier, or, or you and I said this, Mo for some reason didn't buy in, but... 
there's a kiss my outlaws tier. Yes. And then then there was a a micro tier of blackouts mangoes. Oh, so the thing you said last week on the show? Yeah, go ahead. Say no, it but again. But I'm saying because like when mo- whenever I'm on the show, yes, he he doesn't um seem to get it. Like to him, it was like, well, there's a top three. It was like, no, no. a top team, and then two very 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 good teams who are just not quite as good as kiss my okay. Outlaws. Before we go into playoff explanations, breakdown of matchups. I gotta give it to Beer Belly Brigade. Yeah. Holy crap! Like you guys didn't talk about them last week. Tying yeah. Kiss My Outlaws on a team, a tier on their own. I didn't uh, read the script last week. Are you? Fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we saw that game. We saw the ending of that game. At uh, the end, yeah, it, 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 there was a bit of a blow up uh, at, the, at the end. Uh, not only do they go from tying uh, Kiss My Outlaws, they go into a halftime tie. 1919 with Mangoose and then just completely shut them down in the second half, winning by eight, more than 18 points. That game They're was way really good. I've been saying this now for three seasons. Like, uh, wow. Fafal's gotten a lot better. And look, he's a bit streaky, but when he's playing his best ball, he's really good. And the it's, team is really good. It's almost, I almost want to say unstoppable. Like, yeah. when, when, when he's feeling it, he, no. Let me re- rephrase. When he's feeling it, he is unstoppable. He's not always feeling it. What's surprising me more in those in the tie and in the victory over Mangoose is the defense, though. Like, they're shutting down Kiss My Outlaws to 26 points. That, to me, is shutting down Stephen Harapasad. Shutting down Nick Schaefer to zero points in the second half? Yeah. I can't even explain exactly what it is they're doing. They're just... They, they're not they're, a static like defense. Enough. They they move they yeah. move around with concepts and, and they, they they try and take away your concepts and also they they they're athletic enough that they can play sort of shade coverage like play behind the receiver and force overthrows from Nick Schaefer because yeah. we'll talk about Nick Schaefer when we talk about about Mangus, but that's one of the things we saw when we played them is there are times where he'll put it to a spot but that spot is just out of reach of of his receivers right. Yes. Um, anyways, I just wanted to give uh, Beer yeah. Belly their yeah, uh, their due. Great, uh, great end of the season, and like you don't have to you don't have to convince me. I've been a fan since uh, I forget what their team was called when they were Div Six, but they were they were awesome. Back Trojans. Then. Trojans. Yeah. 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 I have a good thing for memory. You do. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So they, the the only games you want to call they, out, the only games you want to call out here is ten, eleven, and twelve. So if you win game ten or win game eleven, you play a couple of, an hour later essentially for game twelve. Those are the only ones that are on the same night. The other ones you're gonna have time to reset. Yeah, and that annoying gap between two games, which is the worst. An annoying gap. Oh, the you one have like hour? an hour in between. I hate, yeah. that. I hate that. You'd rather play back to back. A yeah, lot of players yeah, say especially that. Especially quarterbacks, because your your arm oh, yeah. goes down and. It, you need it. You need to give it time to cool down and then warm up again. Yeah, yeah. quarterbacking absolutely. A lot of players have said even just receiver and playing D, yeah. they they'd you rather. Get tight. Yeah, yeah, they'd rather play back to back. Let's start with the first game: Man Goose Game Changers. That's interesting. I think that actually is a bit of a. I was gonna say trap duck. Uh, it's a bit of a trap game for Man Goose, especially. Man, I don't know how to actually analyze this one. Mangus are coming off that loss. They they weren't too happy with how with just they want to win all their games, obviously. Uh, and how do I say this? I think they'll 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 be like kind of in a pissed off ish mood, like in a in a good way. But they're not that 
kind. No, they're no, not no. A chip on your shoulder kind of. That's thing. why I'm having trouble explaining explaining this because they're super chill guys. <laughs> they're 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 not the ones to get riled up in the negative way, but they're they're just it left them with a sour taste in their mouth. Is is I guess the best way I can explain it, and. I think game changers are playing with house house money here, where they slid into a double elimination. Uh, that was shocking to me. Yeah, with the way the season started for them, uh, they, but we did say at the beginning of the season they're going to get better as the season went on. I yeah. know I mentioned that last week. Yes, you did. I'm resetting the topic. Yeah. Um, but will uh, will Thomas Kutu have an impact rushing Anton Sakic? Uh, I uh, so from what I've seen of Anton this Sakic uh, this year is that he's. He, while he's a mobile quarterback in terms of like kind of like Jeremy buying Wade, he, time, he buying yeah. time, he doesn't really necessarily take off. No. Uh, that said, uh, Thomas Kutsu is a leading candidate for actually two-way player of the year um, with his, I believe he had seven sacks on, on the season. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily a key factor. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a key factor in the game unless Mangus are able to take the first and second read away because Anton does go through his progressions yeah. and rather and quickly. And third and fourth read has a habit of throwing off his back foot. Yes. So if Mangus can shoot up on whether it's a short or, or just take away that first and second read, that's when Kutsu will, will become valuable and, and hopefully that third defender of Mangus can get a read on it and pick him off. Can Game Changers take away James Drysdale? No. All right. Well, there you have it. Yeah. With Who's gonna, you're, you're the snowman. Peasler for the win. Snowman returns. You had to either be a snowman or what purple. was this? Purple holds wins. What was the, the first one? What? Purple. purple. No, he wasn't purple. I was prison the first, Mike. No? The first game. Uh, oh, yeah, the, maybe it was prison Mike. Maybe you're right. Yeah, prison Mike. Yeah. I'll go with that. That You won like that. What are you setting me up with here now? Beer Belly Brigade versus Sweat and Beers. I'll start asking you the question. Is Beer Belly Brigade catching Sweat and Beers at the at the best possible time? And is Sweat and Beers catching Beer Belly Brigade at the worst possible time? That's the be- yes, that's the better question. Uh yes, this at the the beginning of the season or even mid season, I would have gone I wouldn't have said heavy favorite for Sweat and Beers, but I would have leaned towards Sweat and Beers. Not absolutely not the case. Like it's it's not going to be a blowout. I don't think <laughs> for beer belly, but they're they definitely seventy three points in the last two games for for sweat and beers. Yeah, and one of those is against us, Hot Sauce Sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, that should tell you. Yeah, they're going to struggle against that uh, that beer belly uh, team. I w- but beer belly is a different kind of offense. It relies more on athleticism. Which, by the way, you know. Uh, Swen Beers does have on did defense. They, did they play though? I want to. Yeah, they did. Uh, Fifteen to thirteen. Oh God, what, what a, what a eye burner! So, but like that's the game. thing is that's what I'm saying. Like if it's that kind of game, if it's an ugly game, I give it to Swen Beers because defensively they have the athletes that can manage the the athletes on the side of of uh, uh, Beer Belly Brigade. Beer Belly Brigade don't really run a methodical system. It's about buying oh. time and stretching and stretching concepts and so on. No. I just opened the game, and I know why it was 15-13. Alex yeah, Safar didn't throw. Fair. No, no, no <laughs> for sure, for sure. But This I'm changes absolutely everything. Right. It's less likely that this kind of game can happen, but this is what Swin Beers needs to happen in order to win the game. Uh, Fafard's going to score five touchdowns. Easy. 
So the pressure's on Rucker Cristiano to, to put up five. To put up five or, or more. And and with converts. And, and Beer Belly's really good at, at, at on their convert plays. Yes, they are. So you're putting yeah, you are putting a lot of pressure on Rocco. Look, can he score five touchdowns? Yeah, he, he can. i we've seen it. We've it would need though a total meltdown of that beer belly defense, which has been so strong these past two games. That I, I, I just can't see it happening. Uh, you know what? I said this probably won't be a blowout. If there's a blowout in Tier 2, this is the game where it's a blowout. Like a 36-18 to 12, uh, 18 kind of game. The question is, um, I know the speed that uh, that Xavier Tran Khan has. Yes. But was, is it, will he be disciplined enough to rush yes. Rocco Cristiano? Yes. Okay, because he takes very aggressive angles. Uh, so look, if he gets beat once or twice, he will have to adjust. But he's he the does adjust. Yeah. He does adjust. I'll give him that. I'll yes, give him that. I won us purple. <laughs> See, yeah, that's a cheat code. I'm I'm coming up here. Uh, I got a few wins. Centaurs was hot sports. Eagle. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just gonna make fun of the fact that Alexi's a dinosaur. So we we played them a uh, game one. We were completely out of sorts. I I don't think this is the worst matchup for Hot Sauce Sports personally, um, but look, there's no good matchup for Hot Sauce Sports clearly um, as we finished last. And Centaurs are a solid team. Yep. I thought you were gonna keep going. No, I was setting you up to say stuff. <laughs> so, it's most awkward for me because I'm the quarterback, so it's harder for me to talk about it. So, from a defensive uh, perspective. Uh, your well, a Santar's defensive perspective. Uh, you're gonna have to catch them cheating, mm-hmm. uh, because they are an aggressive and they're good at it. They're they're very aggressive at taking away certain things. So you're gonna need to look. Up. I'm giving away the the game plan, but uh, you're gonna have to. They know, but it, yeah, yeah, two yeah. teams who know each other very well. You'll you'll have to move their defense with your eyes uh, a lot. Uh, because you will catch them, you'll you'll catch them moving with along with your eyes. Uh, so, uh, so you'll you'll need to do that. Uh, the 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 hot sauce defense stopping the Santar offense. Uh, I think if we can give you two stops, that's a win in in the books. So you that, which if there's eight possessions, you'll have yeah. to score six touchdowns. These like. Hotel Sports is Santar. It's it's a, a battle at all this time, basically. Yeah. Now it's a little different with Jason Rossi throwing, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that said, um, the defense is the defense. Like they they have better athletes than they have in, in the past, but the con- their concept is their concepts, and they run the defense that they that they typically run. It's not particularly different from what I've seen in the past. Yeah. Um, the difference is they have better players across the board executing it right like Vincent Benjamin great addition yeah. uh, Yvonne Desjardins huge addition as well yeah I, I, we haven't asked this question yet there's 20 seconds or so to, to talk about it do you think the onside kick plays a big role in this game in particular um I hope not because <laughs> I've been less successful at it than I thought I'd be right so. but just in general then not just you in the as a game script of a team pulling away by using I think, it. Or? I think it'll be. I think both of us know it'll be a closer game than anticipated. So yes, I think both teams know it'll be a close game, and so both teams are planning for us. I guess you won in purple. Purple seen you. Hey, and I won in a hot sauce game. So oh, okay. There we go. Let's see. Let's see. Hot sauce by fifty. There's one more game uh, to talk about here. We got Team 
Ethnic, uh, the Benoit Lawler-led Team Ethnic, uh, going up against uh, a team in Friends Without Danny who have kind of turned things around. Uh, you know, I think believe they started 0-4, 0-5, got a couple wins later, uh, later in the season. Your smug face seems to suggest that you don't like the matchup. So Team Ethnic beat them handily last time, 41-6. What, and what week was that? Week three weeks ago. Uh, week week three weeks ago? I don't know about the buy because I opened the page already. It was week three weeks ago. Um, week six, so, October 23rd. So almost yeah, a month ago. Yeah, I was 39 back then. It was a whole decade ago for me. Ah. Um, so Are you going to tell us about how your hair has transformed? No. Don't go through that. We only have two minutes. My guy, we have time. Yes. Come on, focus on the game. Yes. Um, Jared Buck was terrible that game. I don't think that happens again. Uh, Jared Buck has gotten better throughout the season. Yep. He's a great deep ball thrower. Mm-hmm. And Team Ethnic are terrible deep ball defenders so i don't know why this game got out of hand the way it did mm-hmm. uh, but i expect this game like give me the over give me the over it's not going to be a blowout this time around i expect 80 points on the board total 40 40 so like, like a tie. 40, 43 41 44 38 uh, like, i thought i thought you were going to suggest this is a 40 40 going to overtime kind of game that, sure i can see it because i i think both teams will score at ease because i think now jared buck will know how to attack them um what he does well, Team Ethnic doesn't defend well. Yes. So yeah. I don't know why this happened the way it did. Yeah. I don't understand. They had Max Vera. They had Chad Buck. They, they had enough. Eric Deschambault. And they didn't. I'm very confused. Uh, if they can, and I believe they can, if they can squeeze, or maybe that's why they got uh, Max Vera, uh, Justin Santillo in there, which I'm going to yeah. check right now if he's playoff eligible. Uh, Santillo, five games. So yeah. if they can squeeze all of those players into it, I think, yeah, like, like you're saying, uh, a lot closer of a contest. And one that I'm not giving them the favorite. I'm going to, I'm giving the edge to Team Ethnic. But it's very close, and you know what? If I had to pick a game that goes to overtime, it's this one. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not a game that's going to look like the last time they played. Absolutely not. Who's more likely to throw two interceptions in this game? Is it Benoit Lawler or is it uh, neither Jared Buck? Neither. There was six combined interceptions last time. I'd be surprised to see two combined interceptions this time. But my question was, who's more likely to throw two interceptions? Buck. I'll go Lawler. I, would I mean, but like it's flipping point. Like I don't, I don't think that's an easy question to answer. And I don't yeah. think in this game, the de- I don't think the defense will factor to the game at all. Yeah, I, I, I agree. like d- just sit you know down what? and let these offenses work. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want to see. Gentleman Mo with his top hat. Is, uh, Mo's starting to run I'd away with I'd love to see Mo in a hat, especially when his hair is gross. Like, like a it top is hat, any hat. Any what hat, hat do you think works best on Mo? Not Bowler a base, not a baseball cap. No, because like hair would come out, out of yeah. through his, like the sides. The top hat's not bad. Uh, I like a bowler hat, like a short round hat, because he's already tall, right? Unless he, he does the Abe Lincoln thing. Can he pull off the like the old Italian hat? Oh, perhaps. Like he has to sweep back his hair. Oof. Wear like a mullet, and then and then the uh, the the uh, yeah, I like it. The Italian, <laughs> yeah, hat, I like yeah, it. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> do you have a do you have a preferred hat? Do you have a hat that works for your head shape? Like, nah. Baseball really. cap? You look like a baseball cap, dude. Uh, yeah, but it has to be backwards. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It's I'm not... Uh, beanie, maybe? Like, the one I'm wearing? Uh, I don't know. I'm not... Nah. I'm not too much of a, a hat beret? guy. No. No? no. <laughs> I can't see <laughs> I'm like, wait, no. <laughs> no. 
Uh, who won that? Uh, Mo won it with the Mo top hat. Mo won that one, yes, yeah. The top Eagle. At this point in time, what I'd like I, to I, do... I'm on hats now. I can't be distracted. Eagle, do you have a hat that works for you? A hat that works for me? I mean, I uh, I like a pointy wizard hat. It's kind of my go-to. Oh, you wore a wizard costume. Yes. When you looked really good, actually. Thank you. Yeah, you look good with like a dunce cap. Yeah, I, I, can, uh, I can try well. and find it. He can wear the Italian old hat, too. But I don't know if it works for short people, which is weird because Italians wear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at my wedding, I, for a while, wore a big Colombian sombrero. That was fun. They have a traditional I hat. don't remember that, actually. How? <laughs> How do you I remember that? I don't remember that. Okay, well, you were my liver, so it's uh, not shocking. You know what? That also makes a lot of sense. Oh, there we go. I found it. I found it. There's it. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. You, you, look were, you remind me of <laughs> you guys watch Midsommar, Midsummer. I started watching it. It's actually really good. It but is. I fell asleep because I'm old, not because it's bad. Eagle? Just because I'm old. I have not watched it. Okay, enough. so it's, you, very, it's yeah. um same dudes who did the Lighthouse, right? Same dudes who did. Uh, we're calling the winner of yeah, our winner duck of race. Uh, hereditary. Hereditary. That's it. Yeah. Hereditary also good. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. I'm not like a horror thriller dude either, but it was really. Oh, good. Oh, that was awesome. Wait, I wonder if Mokan Moishan. Oh, I hear him. Hey, guys. Moishan. Hey, how's it hey. going, buddy? Congratulations. Hi, you man. win. You were the most valuable duck tonight. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. This segment, so of course, excited. brought to you by Sportira. Uh, the live check-in at Mo's house brought to you by Sportira. And the duck competition brought to you by ducks.org. Uh, uh, Mo, you won. How many, uh, Eagle, how many times did Mo win the duck race? Of the 24 sprints we ran, Mo won 11 of them, representing 46% of the races. Huge. Basically Fantastic. doubling the person in second place. So, yeah, Mo, I don't know what it is. Just the ducks were in your favor tonight. Mm. Lucky duck. Fantastic. You guys call me up and tell me I won 46% of my races in the duck race. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yes. We also called to get an update from your house. What's going on? I just walked in about two minutes ago, so right. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, is, it, uh, is it peaceful? It is. It is. I'm just tired, man. I had uh, four four soccer games today. I have three Nationals. more tomorrow, then three more on Saturday. So Nationals, here I come. Yeah. And that Nationals update was brought to you by Sportira. Thank you, Mo, for and checking out this. Too. <laughs> Mo, are you wearing a hat? Mo, are you wearing a hat? Yes or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hats. We're going to know about hats. Mo, are you no, wearing a hat? No, no. I will be I'll be wearing a toque tomorrow, though. It's supposed to be a little bit colder oh, afterwards he's tomorrow. A yeah, so yeah, I was because we're, we're discussing which hats look good on people. I I'm a, aware of a Panama hat. I, I I Panama hats fit my head well. Iggy can wear a cap backwards. Eagle wears a wizard hat. Uh, you're a toque guy, right? Yeah, I, I wear toques. I, I do have some hats that I do wear once in a while. Oh, so, what kind uh, of hats? Yeah. Got to got to know what kind of baseball hats? Baseball hats, baseball caps. Oh, like baseball caps. Okay. We were thinking because your hair is a little wild. So would you can count a hoodie as a hat? Mm, no. no, nobody does. No, nobody does. Could you pull off the old Italian hat that, uh, like, what the, the Italian cabbie, the flat? No, cap. I couldn't. No, no, it's, it's, flat cap's a dangerous game. I, I don't know. Who, I don't know. I feel like you got to either be really fat hat, or really skinny. What? It's called a Coppola hat. Is it called a Coppola hat? Yeah. Ah. Mm. Named after perhaps <laughs> uh, Nicholas Coppola, my favorite actor. <laughs> perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mo, thank you for your time. All right. Carry on, right. boys. Thanks, Talk Mo. soon, man. Thank you. All right. What time is it? It is now time for Games How of is this our longest show? the Week. 
I mean, this is always the longest show of the it year because there's the yes. most games to we'll cover. We go through yeah, each so. game, which yeah. is different. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go through this in the same order we just did for the coverage, starting with the... Oh, let me put you guys back in the bottom corner here. Uh, starting with the co-ed cup, we're going to start with Easy Fun versus Y&Y. I'm going to go Easy Fun. Yeah, Easy Fun. The Villains, Fit Squad. Fit I'm, squad. Going, I'm going Fit Squad. Fast, not furious. Les petits fuck. Are you going upset here? I am not. I'm going to go fast, not furious. I can't say they're the best roster and then say they're going to lose first round, Iggy. It's close. It's close. It's, it's, it's a terrible draw for them. I'll go fast, not furious, but by one point victory. Might be overtime. Yeah. All right. Free smoke, bench warmers. I think bench warmers pull it out. Um, I agree with you. Melting Poats, Sneaky Snakes. Poats. Uh, yeah, I was close to go. I was close to go with Sneaky Snakes. I'll go melt. There's it. not enough confidence melt, on defense. Melt, melt me. Iced out Badgers. Badgers. No, I'll go iced out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Dars, Darsley, Daryl, Daryl. Daryl oh, for the win. Daryl for the win. Them. Yeah, Daryl for the win. All right, La Sect, Le Pacer. We're going La Sect. La Sect can win their first playoff game. Yes, that, that's true. That Mo keeps saying it's their first win every time they have a first win. They've won like three or four games. That's the joke. <laughs> God damn it. First playoff win, though. Yeah. It's coming up. This, this will actually be their first playoff yeah. Tier 4, Whip 2.0, Primetime. Um, Primetime. Really? Yeah, with yeah with the upset. Ethan Adrian's gonna apply a lot of pressure. Wow, twenty-one sacks is it's, serious, man. It's possible. It's it's not out of the question, but I'll go whip to Bono. It's right. gonna be a great game. Great yeah. game. We yeah. do great game. Yeah. Toon Squad QB Roulette. Depends. If do they, they go with Kenny Batalia, you're saying you're saying Kenny Batalia is throwing? He's been throwing the like the back half of the season. Toon Squad. I love Kenny Batalia. I feel yeah, so yeah, bad yeah. every time we yeah. do this. <laughs> Red Dragons, the Step Bros. Red Dragons. I, yeah, I want to. You want to put stock in that last win against Penetrators by the Step Bros? I'll go Red Dragons. <laughs> All right, I haven't figured out the matchups here, so we're gonna skip the other two games. But yeah. there's another game immediately afterwards. Again, Tier Four. Stick around for your final game. It'd be funny if they left. Yeah, no, it would not. But it would. I didn't say it'd be good. I said it'd be funny. No, I said it would. Yeah. yeah. Tier One. STL. Easy W. Easy, easy W and overtime. STL and not overtime. Run it once. Hashtag NR. Run it once. Yeah, run it once. Kangaroos. <sighs> Braves. Good game, though. Yeah, Braves. All right. Game Women's. of the week of all the games of the week. That's the one. Yeah. Vortex, Red Nation. Going Vortex? Yeah. And Louvre du Nord, Lou du Nord. I'll go Louvre. Give me Lou. Tier three, Warriors. Why so serious? Warriors. Warriors. Lalimo, seventeen-year-olds. Ravens. Lalimos. Lalimo. Sulefes. Threat level midnight. As much as I'd love to sing the song, Sulefes. Yeah, Sulefes. If they don't forfeit the game. <laughs> you know what? Forfeit. Me give, me, give me threat level midnight. <laughs> and lockdown bandits. Um, this is good. This is a good one. Lockdown. 
man, I just I love that bandit. Squad. I know you you have a, a oh, I got I got you have a raging bandit. duck on. I, I, for, uh, yeah, for bandits. Rage my bandit duck. All right, the other it's four games man. in tier three we'll preview next week, so we're not going to pick them now. And tier two, our last games here: Mangoose, Game Changers. Mangoose, but it's going to be close. Yeah, closer than we think. Mangoose, though. Beer Belly Brigade, Sweat and Beers. I love the beer theme for this game. Yeah. <laughs> but give me Beer Belly Brigade. I did this beer theme with Eagle and was it Mo? And it was horrible. He kept going No, it was IPA. the best segment we ever did. He you guys going... had no comedy that show. You're welcome. And then you praised Eagle for yeah. his comedic I act. Laughed. I laughed the entire time. <laughs> I'm going Beer Belly. All right. Santor, Hot Sauce Sports. Can't pick it. Hot Sauce Sports by 50. We can't pick it. What? All right. No Hot Sauce Sports by 50. <laughs> No, that's your thing. Eagle? Not picking it. No, Team Ethnic, friends without Danny. Friends without Danny. Really? No, I'm going... 43-41. Uh, d- definitely high scoring. Definitely close. Give me t- Team Ethnic, uh, that David DeAndrade. Uh, what does Danny want? Jerry, Jerry Rison. Does Danny want them to lose? Because he's on the team. Maybe. And all his friends are without him. Yeah, Maybe. And, and that's going to be it for this week, boys. Right. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. A little bit of a different show this week because we were doing previews and all that stuff. Uh, very sportsy for us. Uh, but we did it our way. We did it our way. Yeah. I enjoyed thank, it. Thank the Ducks for uh, their strong endurance yeah. and performances tonight. Yeah. I, uh, um, I'm now I have to figure out what we're going to do next week for our selections because this is pretty awesome. You have a um, week. And I gotta, we got to figure out a different way to do the exact same thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can, you, can we get a final tally of, uh, we know Mo won 11 rounds. Uh, do we know the results of the second, third place, fourth place? Lori had five, Iggy had four, Pease had three, Alexi had one. Alexi's got to have one. Slacking off. Yeah. off. Um, yeah, Iggy, thank you for joining me tonight. Man. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank Mo for uh, having us disrupt this night for something completely idiotic. Yeah. Um, Remember, winter registration is open. Feel free to submit your roster. Do that at so the top of the goddamn show, Eagle. No, we're doing it as a reminder. It's part of the outro. Uh, Do it before the outro. Roster rating requests are open. Submit those. Look out for the Hall of Fame nominees soon so you can vote on that. Eagle, mute yourself. <laughs> I want to thank Eagle for muting himself. Yeah. I want to thank Mo Khan and the Khan family for uh, having us intrude in their evening. Um, I want to thank Ducks.org for the continued yeah. effort in conservation. Uh, do donate to Ducks.org because I can think of fewer more important things. But more importantly, thank you for letting me be myself.